What can we expect from season Thank you for being here tonight. Uh, what can we expect from season five? Five, 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 five. Danden, Danden. Welcome to Danden Bravo, a podcast news magazine, a cultural platform that unveils the most impactful cultural moments of a single year. And the year in question, this episode is 1990. Six, six, six. <laughs> the devil says hello, bitch. <laughs> or in Dave's segment later in the show, 1996. Yes, sorry, it's a six. No extra two sixes, but welcome to the year. Glad to have you. Glad to have you in this year, 1996. Yes. Oh, what a time it was. Yeah, Danden Bravo, 96. Should we record har- harmonies right now so we, I can like use that for later? It'll definitely be easy to do over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we did One. the countdown, so we're even. So, yeah, yeah it'll, it'll work. Two. Wait, for what? For harmony for what? Dandin, the Dandin, Dandin Just part. whatever you think. I don't One, even, what are the, what are the two, harmonies? I don't just know. Just pick your part. Dandin, Dandin. <laughs> good, clean. Yeah, leave it. That'll sound good. <laughs> that'll, that'll work. Didn't even hear what anybody did. I just sang. So. <laughs> You'll hear it um, on the episode. Yep. <laughs> I can tune let's, you. Let's introduce ourselves. <laughs> I'll tune you out. I'll tune you out. How about that? <laughs> I think that is the that is really the the basis of this show is tuning each other out when we talk for thirty five minutes at a time. Um, so this is the show, Dan and Bravo, nineteen ninety six. My name is presenter Brandon. Now I think we switched it last time. We used to end saying how old we were at the show. Now we're saying it at the top, right? Yes. Isn't that what we how we switched it for the yes, new... Yes, to give context to the audience so they know like how old we were throughout the whole episode. Right. They need that they need that uh that context. They're going to feel lost without it. Yeah. Yes. Um so I spent, you know, 4 months of the year uh 6 years old and then I then I became 7 the rest of it. Well, thank you. Yeah, And then presenter Brandon I said that, right? Did I say that? I don't know. You did now. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Coming at you. Presenter know. Danny. Presenter Deuce Bigelow. Presenter Two. Presenter Dose. Presenter Junior. And he'll, I'll come back later. And um, <laughs> presenter Dosed. Presenter uh, like um, assistant, like executive assistant, you know, like the. Okay. Wait, why? Right, like, a, like a number two. To someone. Oh, like oh second know. in line, second in yeah. command. Oh, how about this? Presenter, mm-hmm. right-hand dad. Like your right-hand Whoa. man, your right-hand dad. Okay. That's not bad. Um, oh, and um, what age are we, Brandon? Because I'm the same as you. <laughs> Do the math. 
Do the math. I forgot. Uh, six turning <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah. I was six turning seven. So s- second grade? I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. first grade. If it's one year, it's first and second grade, or is it second and third grade? I think it was first and first second. First and second. End of first, beginning of second grade. Yeah. I had uh, Mrs. Umstetter, my first grade teacher, and I had Mrs. Bartoff, my second grade teacher. <laughs> oh. Bartoff? Bartoff, yeah. Mine was Schroth and uh, uh, Palguda. Ah. Huh. And I'm presenter three, Dave Cologne, DC, Dave C, Trip, uh, 3D, um, and I can't remember my uh, professor, my second grade professor. <laughs> <laughs> who is I the don't uh, T- who, who, I don't remember. Do you remember the TA? <laughs> yeah, actually. Was that second grade? There was a sign language TA. Oh, um, for, really? I think in my second grade <laughs> class, yeah. And oh, cool. here's a cool story. I think this was second second grade. I forget her name, but um, she was short and had like curly, cool curly hair. And um, I stole her A's. Like you know, like the A like words like a little bit of a, like a curly Q on top. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, okay. The lowercase A with the curly Q on top. I write my A's oh. like that, and she was the one who did it. First, I I stole it from her. Okay, uh, I'm a goddamn thief. I've never been able to write the A's that way. I've been doing it since second grade, so I I know how to do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro at it. Um, so now I can say I've been doing it for, God, Jesus, 25 years. Wow. 20, 25. Yeah, 25 yeah, years. Yeah, this, Yeah, we were in 2021, early. Oh my so God. yeah, 25 years. Another thing about that. TA sign language TA that I don't remember her name. She backup danced for Carlton from Fresh Prince. He's a singer or like had a singing career on the side and she was in one of his videos and we saw it. Oh wow. Wow. And she was dancing her ass off in the background. <laughs> she was tweaking and she was twerking. <laughs> she was tweaking. <laughs> tweaking out and twerking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. And by the way, I was seven all year except for December when I turned eight in 96. Right. Was not aware of like, uh, you know, because Carlton, a very relevant 90s figure, not aware of his music, like like legit music career. You know, I'm aware of like his, him on like the show, like doing like that, the Carlton, the dance, but. Pretty musical cast, if you think about it. Tatiana yeah, you... Ali had a singing career. Right. Um, right. That's who I think of mostly on that show. Will Smith. <laughs> when it comes I think, to music. Right? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Will Smith and I think Jazz did something with music. Right, but remember Will Smith, we well, we agreed better uh or it was split rapper. Better. He's a better rapper than actor. You know what I'll say? He's a better TV actor than all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> than everything he's done in his career. That's probably his best performance was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, I think that's that's fine. I think that's that's a fair statement. Yeah. Anyway, who cares about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? We're the kind of like the fre- we're kind of like the Fresh Princes of uh um of podcasting. <laughs> I I mean, I don't think we could say what who cares th- about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's like 
like peak this era of what we're t- it's a whole show we're talking about like the era I that the show is on the air at this point I, it's, um, I think it's in my Uh-oh. TV segment like when I do debuts and when I do debuts and finales I feel like I saw it in there but oh we'll get boy. there it's okay let's get there soon want to want to start with TV <laughs> Should we, should, yeah. we, should, should we switch it up and do something weird? I, I, I would. You want to do like that? You want to just turn on a TV? Don't change close, that panel. Close with the weather? <laughs> Why not? Um, See, like some of the TV stuff. Actually, no, we could do that. Because I, you know, usually like, when I think of the TV segment, <laughs> like I think of like, okay, this is a good way to kind of close out my stuff. This year, I mean, not really. There's some, there's some stuff I, that's a big deal, but... I, I yeah. love this. I'll do a Let's switch follow up. Follow the the organic uh, rhythm of the show, the thread of the show. We talked about TV for I think an hour so far. <laughs> so let's go right into the TV segment. So basically, after do we do it where like, okay, so that me- no no no, <laughs> or are we starting with where are they nows? Like like how backwards? Oh, you want to flip everything? Like, like, you want to like, flip everything <laughs> around? <laughs> Like, Fuck it, flip like, it. Do I still flip go? It. Like, maybe I go last. Also, maybe like a full flip. You want us like do a complete flip? I'm so down for that. Brandon, what do you think? Why not? I saw you, I saw you yawn. Let's flip this boat over. I think it seems like you don't care either way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Brandon, we're gonna do something insane. We want you to go first. Yeah, Brandon, get this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna want you to do your celebrity. Births and deaths section first. Yeah, yeah actually, actually, which makes we, sense because it's like the year is getting born, or I don't know. We're still in the the birthing section of this episode. Yeah, we can't. We actually can't do this because oh. the first like two hours of the show is when I do my research for my last two segments. So like, I'm not ready. <laughs> Oh no! Is that no, true? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just never listen and do research, Derek. I could totally believe that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, because like, you're definitely capable of doing something like that. Whereas I could never, ever, yeah. do, no way would I be able to pull that off. You could though. Um, you could do it. I've done. I've done a little bit of uh, ch- uh, click clack on the type pad before during uh, during the show. Um, all right. So what am I doing first? I'm doing. I thought you were tap dancing over there. <laughs> Got my clogs on. Uh, <laughs> Click clacking over there, tap dancing. Is, uh, so I'm doing in Borneum in 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 uh, memoriam right memoriam. now. Memoriam. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God! It's it's the flip episode. You just got flipped. You, it really is like the devil episode. And you know what? Bravo, <laughs> bravo to us for being so uh, malleable and you know so we have the ability yes. to just turn on a dime and um, mm-hmm. we're the pivot pals. We're the pivot. We're pals. the pivot pals. <laughs> <laughs> so our new persona, uh, the pivot pals. Yeah, or the Clay Clan, and make sure you listen to this on a Friday because this is we're f- flipping Friday today. And uh, oh yeah, so I'm this gonna flip is, out. I'm gonna flip out. <laughs> I'm flipping out. Dandin, dandin, uh, tic tacking, towing. So this is the segment that uh, I've said is gonna get canceled for the last couple of years, but we're still going strong. It, um, it, it's like, is there any shows like that that you think they're gonna get canceled, but then they get renewed? Uh, yeah, American Dad. Mm. We've talked about it on the show. Oh yeah, why is American Dad still on? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, in. I its, forgot about that. It's actually in its. It's in its forty-first season now. Um, 31st? 41st? 41st? 
Um, this is actually really good because most people probably don't make it to the end of Dandem Bravo, and so now like they'll yeah. hear the things that they're missing. And so now when they I hear like the, that. when they hear this segment, they'll stop it. They'll stop listening to it even sooner than they normally do. Yeah. <laughs> so this segment here or, is where I, or they'll be like, oh my god, I never knew they were doing this like two and a half hours into the episode. Like right. some great stuff still. Right. They're gonna want to go back to the episodes they um, abandoned earlier in the season and realize the whole thing is quality. Right. And the more preamble we'll do, the more lined up all these segments will be anyway. So we should just keep talking before we get into Dan and Bravo. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. All right. So this is a segment where we say goodbye to some people that passed away in this year, this the year of our, our Lord, 1996, but also were born this year. And um, I try and connect them in a, in some type of thematic fashion on the fly, and we'll see how successful I can be at this. Okay, so right off the bat, Tupac. We lost Tupac this year. Uh, you know, yeah. a, f- um, a famous musician, actor uh, that was uh, gunned down by an unknown assailant. Well, we know who the assailant was, right? We just don't know who hired him. Is that what it was? We don't know who the, insail- the assailant is. We don't know about the hiree. We don't know about the hiring process or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they did it through Indeed or ZipRecruiter. <laughs> I don't. Th- yeah, I truly don't think there's. We know like anybody involved with it, right? Then they just get away with. Uh, For some reason, I murder? thought like maybe like the shooter was arrested, but they didn't have anything else. But I don't remember. I've listened to like two podcasts on it, and I don't remember. Well, so Shug isn't Shug part of it or something? Well, yeah, Shug is like. Wasn't the sh- wasn't the shooter McGavin? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was Christopher McDonald's. Yeah, yep. Nineties. So, nice. um, so Tupac was shot, and then of course, born this year is uh, Lil Peep, who is, from what I understand, a rapper. But I don't know if he's alive or dead. I don't know if he's one of the ones that have been shot recently. So, but that's how I'm making that connection. <laughs> is he is dead, right, Dan? I don't remember. I don't. I don't know if I've actually heard of him. No, I think he is dead. He is dead, but he didn't die from shots. I know. He died from overdose. I know Pop Smoke is dead. I think. Pop Smoke is dead. Juice World. Triple Extension. Juice World also dead. Yeah, Triple (laughs) triple Extension. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. Those. Sure. Yeah. Lil Peep. I think Lil Peep's done. Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Well, at least there was some type of connection there. 2017. So, passed away... In 1996, um, Carl Sagan, you know, great talk show, not talk show, but, you know, like TV series, Cosmos. Oh, Brandon, I was hoping that you would, sorry to bring this back to the last death, but I was hoping you would connect Tupac with someone with like a famous six pack, like Tupac, (laughs) six packer. Well, little peep. I I was hoping like this Mike's situation was (laughs) born. In 1996. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I like it. I mean, listen, these connections are hard to make. I think um, he might be older than us. The situation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Carl Sagan, you know, the man of the cosmos. Yes. And uh, also born this year is uh, musician oh, Lord, amazing. who is uh, Lord of the cosmos. You know, our, oh. our, our Lord. <laughs> is, yeah. You know, it's like science versus religion. There you go. Uh, there we go. <laughs> nice. Love that. I like it. Yeah, I guess religion's winning. Science is dead. Uh, yeah. Dan, Dan, Bravo, Bravo. 
died in 1996 is John Benet Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Oh, little, That's a, a crazy one. A little girl that was um, murdered in her basement, which I think by her brother. Uh, but if you listen to some weird podcast, there's like connections to 9-11 and all this shit. And also like, it's Whoa. actually she's actually Katy Perry. There's like so many weird conspiracies that came from that. But um, Are they true? Uh, yes, actually, they are. <laughs> but uh, Born this year is Abigail Breslin, um, <laughs> who is still alive. And I, so the, okay, uh, the connect, oh, oh, yeah. The connection here is I never met John Benet Ramsey, but I did meet Abigail Breslin when she was about the same age that John Benet died. So wow. there you go. All right, cool. very cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. I thought you were gonna say like, um, she got famous. <laughs> she got famous um, for being alive when she was a kid. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. She was, she, wasn't she like a kid's star yeah, at that's first? That's how I. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> Wait, when when was that? When did you meet her? Tell tell us about that story. I, uh, me and my uh, dad and stepmom, like, uh, were hanging out on with the Culkins on the set of Signs, um, and she was the little girl in Signs. You know the movie Signs. Wait, so with Mel Gibson. Yes. Why is she the story and not the Culkins? <laughs> Why is she Wait, the Culkins story? as in like Macaulay Culkins? <laughs> well, because Abigail Breslin was born this year. But like, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, you're you're okay. you're, you're right. It should, I, I couldn't connect okay. it to the Culkins. Like I, <laughs> I just. But well, I, I guess the, my bigger question is, why don't I know this? You were hanging out with the Culkins. Yeah, you're friends with the Culkins. Yeah. Yeah, my my stepmom was was friends with uh, the mother. Yes. Oh. That's interesting. Were all the Culkins there, or just the one that was in science? Uh, Rory and I think Kieran was there, but it was just Rory and like we played basketball. Joaquin Phoenix was walking around, hanging out. Uh, My God, can you please hell? can you please name drop more often? I love this. Please, <laughs> Mel, there's you, a picture you get, what's going on. There's a picture. I'll never make fun st- of you for name dropping. I want you to name drop more. There's a picture of my stepmom. Uh, Going like this, like holding her arm out next to Mel Gibson, who looks pissed because he's online waiting for food. <laughs> Like at, at the craft services table, and uh, yeah, we met the guy that made the arm, like the alien arm that comes out and like grabs him around the neck. We saw, I saw them shoot that scene with jo- Joaquin Phoenix up against the wall, like talking when they're waiting for the alien. It was a cool day. It was a uh, love it. Yeah. Uh, so that's that connection there. We w- we wouldn't have learned about that had we done this at the end. I'm, like at the cons- end of the, I'm at confused the- how I've never heard about that story. <laughs> that's that's this is what I'm thinking right now. I've known this guy for like. I feel like I've mentioned it How before. Long? I don't know, man. 15 years? But like I know. Years? I'm pretty sure I've mentioned the thing about being on the set of Signs. I don't think so. And you've brought up that movie a lot. <laughs> we definitely would not have learned this had this been at the end of the show instead. Yeah, it would have made true. like a different connection. We would have been too tired yeah. to get into Low it. Low energy. Brandon would have been like nervous to talk about it or something. Like, and Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Okay, so also died wow. this year is uh, Spiro Agnew, uh, yes. you know, former vice president, and also born this year, Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, and that was the first thing I thought of when I saw the name Spiro. Uh, spider. <laughs> it looks like Spider. Um, Love Tom Holland. 
What about Spyro the Dragon? Yeah, there we go. Spyro the Dragon. Uh, which did, Tom Holland did that come is, out this year? Yes, but uh, Tom Holland is voicing. Might uh, have. <laughs> it could have. Yeah, PlayStation was last year, so yeah, Spyro could have been this that's year. That's a Bornium. Yeah, that's a Bornium. The Bornium Ultimatium, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom Holland <laughs> is going to be doing the voice of Spyro in like the new, you know, five picture Universal series of Spyro, <laughs> the Spyroverse. Um, <laughs> Margot Hemingway was. Uh, a model, sometimes actress, and she died this year. So she was a model, sometime actress. Oh, Bella, she died. Uh, yeah, Bella Hadid. I'm assuming she's also a model and sometimes actress. So there you go. There's a connection there. She was born this year. Hmm. Maybe she's mm-hmm. acted. I don't know. She hey, she acts on social media, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> let, yeah. Let's see. I think I think we'll only do maybe one or two more of these because they're going really well. <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald is uh, <clears throat> she was I a- did act huh at one time who I did act oh. <laughs> sorry I did act well, well, at one time I did act I did <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ella Fitzgerald was a <laughs> a jazz famous you know jazz singer who Ella Fitzgerald Yes, uh, you can kind of say that she, uh, she. So she. <laughs> wow, this is great. She, um, she was a jazz singer, and um, oh, okay, here we go. And then Haley Steinfeld was born this year, who was a singer, and she was in the movie Bumblebee, who uses radio to speak, and maybe would have sang an Ella Fitzgerald song, Bumblebee. I can oh, picture yeah. Bumblebee singing Ella Fitzgerald. Okay, true. Yep. Um, and um. Ella Fitzgerald was also Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. She was part of the... Ella was in the Bellas. Oh, Bellas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Bella Hadid. So there we go. That could have been yeah. another one. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the Bellas. That's the one of the acapella groups, I think. I think so. I'm pretty sure. The Bellas. Yeah. I think so. Tiny Tim uh, was a musician, and he kind of looked like a... I don't know. How would you describe Tiny Tim? Uh, long-haired, hippie, weirdo, freaky? Yeah, trying to, like, fix Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, he w- that's a- that's what Tiny Tim did, was try and fix Scrooge in that story. <laughs> he was, like, nice to Scrooge. He was, like, try- right? Character description. He never met Scrooge. Maybe I'm thinking of the movie. I'm thinking of Scrooged. <laughs> I'm thinking of Bill Murray. Tiny Tim... They they only right. like see he only like sees Tiny Tim in his in his like fantasy. Right, that's right. Yeah. I was gonna make a connection Sorry. to the. There's Sorry. A, there's a gamer, Pokimane, and I was like, oh well, like he kind of looks like a Pokemon, not a, like a Pokemon Pokimane. <laughs> Tiny Tim is a Pokemon. I don't know who Whoa. this is. By the way. I have no idea who this is. Poke- Tiny Tim. Tiny is a Tim. He like plays a ukulele. No, nah, no idea. He has like a funny like high pitched voice. You would know him if you saw him. through the tulips, through the hole. That type of thing? Uh, all right. I mean, you would know him if you saw him. It's like a weird, like, almost novelty thing that was famous in, like, the hmm. late 60s. No idea. Yeah. There's. A, I have a bunch more here, but I'm only going to do one more because this segment needs to end. Ava Hart, Ava Hurt, who was a Titanic survivor died in 1996 you know she didn't go down with Damn. that ship but you know who did go down with the ship is sophie turner on game of thrones because that shit sunk wow yeah whoa 
And also Dark Phoenix. That shit sunk the X-Men franchise. Yeah. It was already sunken, and that, like, really kind of sunk it deeper. <laughs> yeah. It was going down, and then that one was like, yeah, let's let's expedite. Yeah. X men pedite. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Um, all right. Well, that segment is, um, you know, very hit or miss. It's just like life. Sometimes you die. Sometimes just like you life, live. though. Yeah. Just like 1996. I said the people that were born were hit. The people that uh, died were miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I th- I think that's the end of the show. Let's just end the show. No, we're flipping it. Damn, we're d- you're confused. We flipped it. I don't. We're not know. at the end of the show. We didn't do everybody's segments. I don't think Dan so. Dan wants I think to that's flip it. it again now. He Dan, no, no, no. We flipped it. Don't you remember? Dan just threw down another Uno reverse card. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's bring it back to the weather. Now we're going back the other way. No, a reverse card what... would end the show. No, <laughs> see, every time we bring up Uno, Dan doesn't know how to play it. It's because he's presenter dose. Hear me out. We're going backwards, right? If you flip a reverse card now, it goes reverse order. The show's over. The order right, of the show. Right, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yes. That's why I huh? said, you said it. I don't get it. You said I don't get it. I well, get I it. Tr- the show just, ends. We do a reverse card. I don't trust that you actually get it. <laughs> <laughs> I said the show ends, and you said no, you don't get it. Like uh, that's not what you said. We can't go by your word on what you say about things on the show anymore. We already did a, a segment on this. Yeah, that's correct. Dan, are you going to do weather or should I do my thing? No, now we no, do... True reverse, it's your turn. Yeah. All right, true reverse. Let's. We have a plan. Let's stick to the plan. Dan, 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 Dan. So that means we're going to do the where are they nows of <laughs> 20, uh, no, 1996. <laughs> um, and that is Dan, chime in. <laughs> Previous artists that we've talked about on the podcast... Predominantly in the board bills format of the 1980s. Yes. Um, where are they now? Well, the tournament specifically, right? You don't really, mm-hmm. yeah. The boardman tournament. Season. Last yeah, season. Last season. 1980s. Artists highlighted during, throughout that season. What are they doing now? Now being 1996. Mm-hmm. Right. Perfect. 95, Dave included Sting, which I didn't agree with because Sting is like very relevant already in the 90s. Don't like that he included Sting in the segment, but continue. Okay. Sting was a little too relevant, <laughs> but is this guy, this first um, uh, subject, too relevant? We'll see. Because the question I have for you two is, what about Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> of Born in the USA. Totally forgotten about by now, by 96. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right? You don't hear too much about him in 96, but check out this story. This story is a nice one because in April 96, in an interview uh, that month and that year with The Advocate magazine, Bruce spoke of the importance of gay marriage. I'm quoting Bruce now. Uh, you get your license, you do all the social rituals, it's part of your place in society, and in some way, part of society's acceptance of you. 96, Bruce speaking about the importance of gay marriage. Inspired from his work on the Philadelphia soundtrack. Po- possibly, possibly, but it's a great message, and um, Dan, some bosses are are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> See? <sighs> See? 
<laughs> you know that famous See? you know that famous Dan take that bosses aren't cool. All bosses. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You're always complaining about your bosses. I'm like, not Dan- for the record and never have. <laughs> Uh, Dan Dan has in his Twitter Dan fired. Yeah, in Dan's Twitter bio, it says uh, it's it's a it's Abab. All all bosses are bastards. <laughs> Abab. My Twitter is private, no. so you wouldn't even know that. <laughs> I'll never go public. We're putting it on blast right now. Yeah. I'll never go public because I'll get canceled. But Dan, uh, yeah, <laughs> too controversial to stuff you're uh, yeah. not tweeting on there. 2011's my Twitter. It's it's not good. Hey, we have all made mistakes on Twitter specifically, <laughs> but Hey, that's pretty good for Bruce. That's, I do think that's, you know, on record in the nineties. Uh, that's probably a pretty rare thing for it's a guy a, in his, uh, I agree. I think it's a little bit of, I think the wording is kind of weird. No, you think it's weird. You get your license. You do all the social rituals. It's part of your place in society. Uh, uh, I, How's that weird? You get your li- you uh, you okay. get your marriage license because he was asked about it. I guess is that what it was? I guess. I mean, all I know is that he's advocating for gay, gay marriage in '96. Yeah, it's cool. Obama Obama wasn't even doing that. No. So everybody who thinks that Bruce is uh, some loser dad guy, look what he's doing. Your dad wasn't doing this in '96. I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway. What about Survivor? Let's move on from Bruce. We can talk about him all day. But what about Survivor? You remember them? Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. They wowed us with their song, Is This Love? One of the best ever. <laughs> yeah. One of the best. One of the true classics of the of the 80s board events. Great and this song. is probably the year. This is like probably when I start listening to them. This is probably when I'm listening to their greatest hits album with my dad. Oh, cool. great. Cool. Well, from 1993 till this year, which is 1996, band members Petterick, Sullivan, and Bickler recorded about 20 demos for a new album with Cinear and Woodring. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you... Wait, what were the are last you words you to, said? Are you trying to recreate your mispronouncing mo- like with, segment? Like, what is going on? With Sinier and Woodring, and later Ellis and Drew Bay contributing. What? <laughs> These are all members in that band? <laughs> yeah. My God. But they failed to secure a record <laughs> deal due to ongoing litigation and trademark issues from, formers, <laughs> from former lead singer Jameson. My God. What is happening? Sir, <laughs> let me tell you what's going on it here. sounds because, like they're um, not American. <laughs> no. The thing is that I, I just like copy pasted this from Wikipedia and it's like way down on the Survivor Wikipedia page. So like none of their first names were given. <laughs> oh, like because they're already referenced. Because like, <laughs> yeah. they're already referenced. So like there's like, oh, right. these are all their last names? Oh. <laughs> these are all their last names. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Literally, but like, I didn't yeah. want to look. I didn't want to look up their first names because there were too many. I thought it was like a Euro, like a. <laughs> it sounded like the guys of <laughs> like a Euro, like metal yeah. band or something. Yeah. yeah. I love these names though: Peterick, Sullivan, Bickler, Sinier, Woodring, Ellis, Dubray, and lead singer Jameson. So they couldn't do it because of their former lead singer Jameson, right? Well, I get it because sometimes all it takes is one shot of Jameson to set things down the wrong path. <laughs> Believe me, many a night. <laughs> 
I believe. I believe you. <laughs> believe me. So Survivor, they try to release a new album, but blocked by the old singer, Sad Story. So we never got to hear what mid-90s Survivor was capable of, unfortunately. Damn. Damn. That's sad. They did not survive. But what about Thompson Twins? Hmm. Remember them? Oh, yeah. Great. Yep. Um, who's king for a day, had possibly too oh. long of an intro. <laughs> right? right? Yes. But hey, it's better to be king for a day than schmuck for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> right. is, is that, that That's it for them in 1996? <laughs> you didn't say anything about 1996. <laughs> He, Dave, Dave wrote it. No. It is in Dave's notes. He just wrote it a, a like an applause break, basically. Do you guys know that reference? <laughs> it's like the last line that De Niro says in his like stand-up routine in King of Comedy. Smoke uh, for a lifetime. Yeah. D- okay. Yeah. That's why I did it like that. So it kind of exactly what you said was like in my mind. I was like. Being uh, Rupert Pup, right? Pup, as soon as Pupkin, yeah. I now I I visualize that scene. Yes, an amazing reading by me. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about uh, Thompson Twins. Twins. <laughs> Thompson, Thompson Twins. Twins. Thompson Twins. Ninety six. <laughs> <laughs> like eleven years well, old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, after changing their band name to Babel in 1993 to reflect their change in music from pop to dub influence chill out. Oh, that sounds named- like a Dave genre. <laughs> that sounds like a classic boredom genre. Chill out. Didn't make it up. Wait, what dub did, influence chill out. What did they change their name to? Babble. That's, yeah, that so, sucks. that's so weird. It's, yeah. It's stupid. Well, the newly named twins permanently dissolved in 96 so three years they were Babel they couldn't they couldn't cut it as Babel damn um you know what happened was unfortunately listeners did not (laughs) respond to the band's new name because they were already dealing with a lot of with a lot of Babel in their homes since many of the Thompson twins fans from the 80s had grown up by this time and had babblers of their own (laughs) I'm talking about babies you know you should have ended it on the King of Comedy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying there was this like babble overload, like babble on the radio, babble in the crib, too much babble. That's I don't good. know what too my much I don't know what that my brain did during that segment, but as soon as you started talking about babble, I thought you were talking about Survivor, and I just got so confused. What? I was like, why would Survivor change their name to Babble? I, like I already, uh, I for some reason no, immediately forgot about the Thompson twins because your your King of Comedy joke was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one joke I didn't write uh, <laughs> for this uh, segment. Anyway, um, yeah, I have one more Neil Diamond. I have one more story. I'm sorry. No, do it. This is hey, this is the show. Yeah, this, All is, right. this is so here's my last story, right? So you remember you remember Neil Diamond? No. Who <laughs> was on the boardman a few times, I think, but yeah, for seven, songs I don't seven, remember. Seventies also. Yeah, yeah, I just don't remember his songs, so he's possibly the most forgettable. Mostly seventies. Was he was he artist. in the eighties? Well the eighties boardments he was. Neil like Diamond? twice or three times? At least he was drafted a bunch of times. 
I think I don't it, remember. I think it was oh, yeah. the 70s. I only remember talking about him in the 70s. We never did the tournament in the 70s. Oh, right. Yeah, just board bills. Just board bills. Yeah. Song Sung oh, Blue right. we did. I don't know. I know we did something in the 80s with him. Anyway, like early 80s. Not but the, who cares? I don't think so. <laughs> you needed it for um, your joke. You needed it for your joke. <laughs> but continue. And, well, <laughs> in 96, Diamond began a lengthy live-in relationship with Australian... Uh, person named Ray Farley after the two met in Brisbane and actually the songs on Diamond's Home Before Dark released 12 years later in 2008 were written and composed during Farley's struggle with chronic back pain and because of this Neil originally wanted to name the album The Chronic (laughs) but you know they already they already did that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's taken (laughs) <laughs> that one was taken already so that so those are my stories for uh where are they now it's really evolved into like um jay leno kevin eubanks relationship with us on this show like you're leno now and i get me yes. and brandon are more eubanks like the this chuckles and maybe throwing something back at you to work with like it's that's our relationship now i like that <laughs> that gives me uh love that gives me love. That gives me uh, joy or something. I also have a couple albums too. Well, yeah, um, yeah, because you're gonna you got to play your clips, right? Yeah. In the interest of time, I have <laughs> my number one interest on earth. Uh, I have three. Um, so here are the most anticipated albums by Borderman artists that were released this year, 1996. Let's go. Listen, actions are sometimes louder than words. For example, construction work. <laughs> and Lionel Richie knows this because <laughs> April 16th, 1996, sees a release of his album, Louder Than Words. Um, this is Lionel's, it was going to be his aforementioned comeback release. I was going to reference this album in another part of the show, in another segment, but now it's the introduction of this comeback album. His first album in 10 years, and it features production and writing credits from none other than our friends, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lou. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lou. Jimmy Jam, Terry Lou. So uh, that includes his next number, which I'm excited for you guys to hear a little bit about. All right. It's called I Want to Take You Down from Louder Than Words. Lionel's back, baby. Hey, what do you think? Nice bass. Lionel's back? I liked it until he came in. <laughs> Me too. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about cutting it off right before he came in. But um, hey, this the production is cool, and that's my guys, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lou. Terry. So ten years away, he's back in a major way. That's pretty good. But Dan, I have a question. You're a weatherman, but what do you think of a weather woman? Because on August twentieth, nineteen ninety six, Queen of Disco Donna Summer reveals that she's in fact a human rainbow, <laughs> with the release of her album I'm a Rainbow. <laughs> 
Now, this album is very <laughs> interessante because it was recorded in 81 and scheduled to be released in October of 81, but was shelved by label executive David Geffen, who didn't think it was up to par with Donna's earlier material. Wow. So Geffen had Summer record a brand new album with Quincy Jones instead, which we know about because that song from that album is on the Bordermans in the 80s. Yeah, so great song. This was shelved, but it got released for the first time in 96. Wow. 15 years later. 15 years later. Let's hear it. It's Melanie by Donna Summer on the album that was shelved called I'm a Rainbow. All right, cool. It's an instrumental album. <laughs> not not really, no but way. she comes in later, but it's it's that great 80 or I guess it's 80s, but like it sounds like classic. Yeah. Donna Summer in a way. Yeah. So I would have loved it for the 90s. If I was like a, a if I was I don't know, what the hell. I would have liked it if I heard it in 96. Is what sure. I'm right. Right. I have one more album for you, and then we're going to wrap it up. Okay. Now let's imagine a man who is filled to the brim with red meat, pork, and poultry, all good sources of iron, because on October 29th, 1996, right before Halloween, is the release of Iron Man by Wu-Tang's Ghostface Killer. Hmm. Now I know what you're thinking. We never covered Ghostface on any of the 80s boardaments. But this album actually features vocals by Bordament Legends, Force MDs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Several oh, tracks. Man. Wow. Including this next track entitled Daytona 500. Let's check it out. We are the DODs, and we came to rock the spot like Iron Man stars. They be the illest MCs in the world today. Cabaret Quan and the Aussie A. Oh, the Lady of My Life melody. Do them clear and put the box right near your ear. Light your blunts and down your beers. Cause you can never fuck with Wu Tang Killer Bees. Oh my god. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> they did the lady in my life melody. That's cool. How'd you hear that before they did the second part? That was good, Dan. Come on, man. You know, come on. <laughs> Listen to that song. I only noticed thousands when they of did times. the part. Yeah. Wow, Dan, that's awesome, man. Well, I think I got it when they. I think I got it when they did. They like. I think they got it when they did that that line. And number two, the year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, man. You don't have to prove anything to me. Uh, before I go, I also wanted to do a small Yankee shout-out to my little country queen, uh, Roseanne Cash, who dropped an album on April 2nd. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to play it, <laughs> but it's an album that's called 10 Second Demo. You guys should check it out. I have not heard it yet, but she has always has great quality. So I'm going to leave it at that, do a y- little Yankee salute over to Roseanne Cash and say goodbye. 
Uh, That's where are they now? Dave, I think you should play it for Dan because I have to go to the bathroom and he loves Roseanne Cash in particular. So I think you should play it. I don't have it ready. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, I'll be back, so. All right. First piss break of the show. Dan, 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 Dan. It's now, let's beam it on over to me. (laughs) Uh Thanks, Dave. You got it, Dave. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's still uh, your turn. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be my last segment. Or no, my f- second, s- whatever. You know what I'm saying. It's one of my segments. It's a new segment. It's called uh, Politics. It's been a while. Ah. Uh. Haven't heard about this in a while, right? Political st- shit. Yeah. Well, let's pick it, out. let's pick it back up again because it's 1996. Excited to have it back. What? I'm excited to have this back. Yeah, me too. Um, the first thing we're going to do, which I always like to do for our politics segment, is presidential check-in. So I have a question for you guys. Who was the U.S. president in 1996? Um, I think it was Monica Lewinsky. Okay, she's an important name around this time, but that's not correct. I think it was... Star Jones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it was William Jefferson Clinton. Ever heard of him? Come oh, on. Yeah, Mer- oh, yeah. Oh, right. Right. Billy. But possibly not for long because the biggest story I could find this year in politics was the 1996 U.S. presidential election. So he may not be president for long. Um. <laughs> But, okay, spoiler alert, the outcome was actually incumbent president Bill Clinton defeated former Senate Majority Leader Bob Dole, the Republican nominee, and Ross Perot, the Reform Party nominee. Right. So he did, he's the president for his whole time. But do you guys remember this at all? Like, (laughs) we were of age, like. Definitely. Well, mostly because I started, I was like watching, started to watch Saturday Night Live actually, like this young probably. Whoa. Yeah. So like I remember Norm doing Bob Dole. Naughty. Norm Norm did Bob Dole. Oh, Norm. Yeah. Bob Dole. That was Norm. I think I remember my dad talking about Ross Perot. I think my dad told me that he was voting for Bob Dole. So I I told my friend that like Bob Dole was a good guy and like he we I got in a fight with my friend about <laughs> politics, even though like neither one of us knew anything about it. Right. <laughs> And sure. then, like, I learned later that my dad voted for Bill Clinton twice. So I don't know <laughs> why he told me. <laughs> he didn't want me to know that he was voting for, like, for Bill. Because <laughs> wow. I guess he's a bad role model. Anyway, um, some fun Phil facts about the election this year <laughs> was that Dole clinched the nomination and clenched his butt cheeks um, after defeating <laughs> challenges by publisher Steve Forbes didn't know this from the Forbes magazine hmm. and paleo conservative leader Pat Buchanan and Danny isn't paleo conservative what you switched to to lose weight last year <laughs> so I'm thinking of trying it um, although I guess it didn't work out for our boy Pat right um, paleo conservative never heard of that before yeah paleo. what like what is what that? like it's like old school conservatism yeah, it's like ancient. It's like, it's like caveman conservatism. Jurassic conservatism. <laughs> Interesting. 
another fact is that Clinton became the first Democrat since FDR to win two straight presidential elections. So the Dems are back in a major way. Dems. And I also want to share some campaign slogans this year. Building a bridge to the 21st century. That was Bill Clinton's. Building a bridge to the 21st century. <laughs> Very clever. Builder Bill. There. There's also Bob Dole, a better man for a better America. <laughs> or the better man for a better America. The classic Dole. Pretty boring. And yeah. then Pat Buchanan, who uh, didn't end up becoming the official candidate, his his um, slogan was this. Go, Pat, go. (laughs) (laughs) Really cool. So before we depart, we'll play a quick game. If I have your consent, of course. Want to play a game? I consent. I consent. I have a list of states that were considered swing states in the most recent 2020 presidential election. And I want you guys to guess whether if these states went to Clinton or Dole in 1996. Oh, okay. It's a game I like to call Dole Whip. (laughs) So let's whip. Nice. Shall we? Yeah. Up first, we'll give it to, since we're flipping things around, let's give it to presenter number two, Danny, the first one. Thank you. And the state is Florida. Okay. Florida, so... Typically what they say with Florida is that, you know, what happens kind of with the results that come in from Florida dictates the election. Stays in Florida. Right? (laughs) And stays in Florida. So Clinton won. I don't don't know if it was by a landslide, but I mean, Clinton, I feel like it was a pretty big victory for Clinton, right? I don't remember any hearing about that it was close. Dave, do you have maybe reveal that? No, you don't have to reveal it. Um, Um, It wasn't crazy close, but it wasn't... I'll say... Florida went went blue. Dems. Clinton. Clinton clinched clinched it. Yeah, you're nice. right. Nice. Like Florida went to Clinton in, in 1996, and it went to Trump in 2020. So, a lot has differed since then. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fun game, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'll give you this fun state. Okay. Georgia. Georgia. Well, I think the fact that it went blue. Well, at least. Oh, sorry. Let me let me switch what I said. I, I guess the fact that Dominion let it go blue uh, in twenty in twenty twenty. Um, I think that was long enough ago for it to have still been a red state. So I'm going to say that it was a, uh, a dole. Good idea. It went to dole. And it went to Biden, famously, this year. Yeah. For the first time in I don't know how long, but I think it's been red for... It's been deep red for a while. Yeah. Um, okay. How about this one, Daniel? Uh, Michigan. Which Intr- I think is was a swing state this year, but I could be thinking of Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I'm Michigan. I'm pretty sure it was Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. But like Michigan in the 90s, like right. what's good with that? <laughs> Michigan. I will say, oh man, actually. Um, Ugh, Michigan. <laughs> I'll say Dole. Michigan. Dole. Dole went to Michigan was all about Dole. It was Dole County. 
I got Dole it right. Country. I got it right. It was Dow Country. No, it was Clinton Country oh, in uh, 96. <laughs> All right. And it stayed blue for Biden in Detroit. 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 Rock City. All right, Brandonian. How about this? Arizona. Known for their iced teas. <laughs> Known for their hot weather and desert life. Known for their John McCain. McCain? Yeah. Republican. Yeah, I'm going to say that that... I think Trump flipped that to red, and so that's why it was in question to go blue this year. So I think it was blue pre-Trump. So I'm going to say Clinton. You're right. You're definitely right. Uh, I think Clinton was famous in Arizona, or popular in Arizona, I should say. But yeah, it was it was Arizona, Clinton... Biden flipped it back this in 2020, so it's blue. All right. Let's do one more for the fuck of it. I like this game. I like this game. Dan, um, mm-hmm. this is a big one. This was, this was a big one in 2020. Pennsylvania. Uh, they're still counting. <laughs> Are they? Uh, technically, I think so, yeah. What's <laughs> the point now? <laughs> um, Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> Pennsylvania PA I'll say Clinton Clinton? Clinton Correcton Yes, it, went, it was Clinton back then It was Biden this year Big state for Biden And uh, that's the game It's it's, it's dull whip I, th- <laughs> I think I think the state that is Always read that Clinton won was his home state, right? And the Arkansas. I'm pretty Arkansas. sure. I didn't even check that. But I, I didn't check it because it's not a swing state. Right. Not a, that's but what I'm saying. Like, I think that was yeah. irregular because he's from, Right. I'm pretty sure that happened. Or that if, not, seems, if not that election, maybe the one before. But I, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Arkansas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks for getting political with uh, me, guys, for a little bit. I know it's uncomfortable to talk about politics with your friends. But I, we got through it. <laughs> 96 was a big year. Clinton won. And he'll be our president for the next four years. So we'll be hearing from, about him maybe further on in the 90s. Maybe. Uh, you, you spoiled when you ask us every year who was the president. You just spoiled it. Oh. Well, the terms are four years. I'm sorry. Big spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Well, what, what we I'm going to kick about? it on over to Danielson. No, it's Brandon. No, it's Daniel. It's Brandon. Think, it's think not. about it. I am thinking about it. Oh, Brandon clearly. always goes first. I'm in the middle. Yeah. That's, that's right. So now we're backwards. Right. Okay. Brandon. Brandon. Ooh, I like this. Is, now it's getting excited because I feel like we could be doing TV now. Don't change that, Daniel. Now it's sports. You stole all my la- lines. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Said everything I was about to I was about to say in the next few seconds. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's kick it over to TD, TV with Danny. Don't change the Daniel. That's me. Um, Sorry, it's my. <laughs> but um, yeah, TV in 1996. I'll be covering it, talking about it. Some interest. Do we settle on Mike TV? Are you cool with that nickname, Mike TV, for the segment? Mike TV. <laughs> Yeah, from Willy Wonka. Oh, right, right. The reference I still don't get because I never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call me that, sure. Um, 
seem, sounds like I don't have a choice. But um, <laughs> all right. Now you, it's whatever you want, Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, all right. Oh, Pod Mike TV. Okay. Pod Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Anything else? No. <laughs> Should we extend the show a little more? I'm excited though, because ever since we were talking about that Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I'm excited about this TV segment. Same. Yeah, this is the uh, thing that made us go in reverse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So, TV in 1996. Um, I always like to talk first about Entertainment Weekly's best TV shows of each year, right? They have uh, their list, listicle, where they decide what was the best EW. show of each year. What do you think mm-hmm. it was for 1996? You know, previously we've had Roseanne. We've had X-Files. Um, Seinfeld. No, Friends. We had Friends. Friends. Um, La- Larry Sanders La- Show. Larry Sanders right, Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things like that. Um, 96. Oh, was it... Uh, is it allowed to be Friends again? Like, I, I feel like this is... It like, was Roseanne oh. twice, so yeah, could be. Oh, I feel like it's it, it, it Friends again. I feel like it's Friends Fever. It's not Friends. Mm. Is it singled out? It's not singled out. Uh, hosted by Jenny McCartney. V. It it is a show I've mentioned before on this segment. It's uh, NYPD ER. Blue. NYPD Blue. Ah, blue. Uh, yeah. yeah. 1996. So yeah, the, that show had already been on for like two to three years I think at this point I think I mentioned it a couple years ago um, right initially so yeah that's what their best TV show was they talked about D- Dennis Franz is that his name yeah, his yeah. they talked about he's like a he's like a super racist character in the show it's famous because they show his asshole on TV <laughs> right his asshole yeah. everybody shows their ass everybody shows ass yeah and that's what makes NYPD Blue different and better they're not afraid to show ass <laughs> Um, that's the Ray Romano spinoff show. Everybody shows ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was... I've never... Um, I don't think I've said this on, on this segment yet, but what do you think was the number one show ratings-wise in 1996? Number one show ratings-wise. ER. ER. Brandon? Um, F- Frasier. It's ER. Friends. Dave was it right. It's ER. It's ER, yeah. That's Everybody... Weird can relate to it and that's why the I, only, knew it. I knew it was right no the only reason why it is is because it's the best theme song of any show yeah oh my god <laughs> i still listen to it every never day. seen er once i think I, we've said really that. yeah i used to watch it after the office right or uh, whatever that block of tv when the office was on it was like on at 10 p.m not the not, ER. during, not during the office yeah it's been it was on for so long it was on like during really the, like throughout so like the office Period. I know it was on during the of Seinfeld NBC. Friends Frasier block. It would come yeah. out at the end. Yeah, I know that. Must see TV Thursday. Yeah, stayed on through the Office era. Oh, I didn't realize I don't think that. it's on anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say this. In 95, it was actually Seinfeld was the number one show, ratings-wise. Oh. Yeah. So it was Seinfeld, then oh, ER. Yeah. And Entertainment Weekly's list of the 100 greatest moments in television, which I like to talk about, nothing from 96. They didn't include anything from 96. Uh, well, they really? Yeah, they didn't they, do yeah. their job then. What's up, Brandon? I think they didn't do their job then. They should represent every year. I know. They, there was a bunch of stuff from Friends in 95. There's a bunch of stuff next year. Nothing from 96. TV sucks in 96. So with this, I will jump right into uh, debuts and finales uh, for television uh-huh. in 96. And this gets me into some um, a clip or two I want to share. Um, so Third Rock from the Sun. 
debuts this year, NBC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alien one. Moesha. Mm-hmm, Moesha. Alien. Oh! Mo- UPN. Brandy. Tracy Takes On on HBO. Remember that show? Tracy Ullman. No. It's Tracy Ullman. Oh, Tracy Ullman. It was her, her show. She had another show? And she had a show. I remember 90s? this one. Yeah, she had Yeah, she had a show on HBO. Uh, VH1 Storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. Was that um, the, like the, 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 like the open mic? I was wondering like artists would do like a unplugged type of thing, but tell stories about the songs. That's right. Right. Yeah. I was trying to think of what it was. Yeah. I think that's yes. right. The mystery files of Shelby Wu on Nickelodeon. Totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. E true Hollywood story. Classic. Whoa. That was wow. big. Wow. Yeah. Scary show. Frightening show. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking about a different show. <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could be frightening. The E E murders or something. I don't know. Each um, Hollywood story. Okay, Dexter's Laboratory. No, maybe that is a scary one. All right, go ahead. Cartoon De- Network. Yeah, Dexter's. That was my favorite cartoon as a kid. I love yeah, Dexter. That's a good one. Very good one. Uh, the Daily Show premieres. Comedy Central. Remember, remember Dee Dee's um, shoe sounds? It sounded like poop. Like it's like squishy <laughs> once you yeah. step. Yeah. And I love they would do the the theme with the vocals at the end of the show. It was like, it's Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is the smartest boy you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Great theme. Um, I said The Daily Show, Comedy Central. Not John oh. Stewart. Not John Stewart yet when it premiered. Craig Kilborn, right? Uh, I didn't look. You might be right. I, I think that's right, actually. Arliss on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> um Keenan and Isn't Kel. It like famously bad, like a famously bad show. I feel like I don't know. I think it was uh, on for a bit. Yeah, I thought it or was. People always make fun of it, yeah. so I don't. I don't know if it's like good or not. But I remember Robert, it. Robert, I remember it well. Uh, Wool. Robert Wool. Yeah. yeah. Robert Wool. Who's uh, in Flashdance, by the way, as an extra in the bar? Really? He just says like, yeah, <laughs> during one of the dances. Yeah. I have a lot of shows here. I mean. I'm Sorry. down to comment on every single one and talk about <laughs> if you want. I mean, we could do that. It's just there's a lot. Like, so that's right, why I'm kind of like Sorry, pushing. I'm, I'm, push no, for, I mean, push forward. What you're doing makes for a better show. It's just, it's, I, I enjoy it. It's going to be so long if we do that, though. Like, okay, I, just push forward. I'll, I'll shut my fucking trap. <laughs> I, I don't believe you, but I mean, okay. Um, all right. Keenan and Kel, Nickelodeon. Loved it. Um, <laughs> No, see, like we could do this. It's fine. I don't care. Okay, just, yeah. just real quick about Keenan and Cal. I I said this before, but it gave me the most anxiety, more than most TV shows as a kid, because they would literally always get into trouble, and like I couldn't see them getting out of the trouble, and I I, I couldn't stand watching it. <laughs> it uh, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Keenan would always get them in tr- into trouble. I thought Cal would get them into trouble. No, we've talked about this before. Got to watch out for Keenan because Keenan would be scheming. Kel was always like, what are you doing? Like, I don't want to be in trouble. And Keenan was always the guy that was like, Mich- his brain was like spinning. Or, I don't remember. Yes. I really the, the, don't the remember. The wheels were always turning. I just right. remember the, the the store. Like the, you know, like the, the convenience yes. store. I just Kel remember loves that. Orange soda. The orange I remember Kel loves orange That's soda. really all I remember. And I remember the theme song, Coolio. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. Was that a technically? Is a spinoff of all that characters? No, right? It's just their no. own thing. Okay, I think it's, so. Okay, the better Steve, than all that. The uh, but definitely the Steve Harvey show, the WB. Loved it. Did you really Mr. watch Hightower? it? Did you really? You yeah, watched it, you, yeah, you watched Mr. Hightower. Show? Yeah, <laughs> I never watched it. That was his name. You watch an impressive amount of shows of the nineties, Dave. I this is I wasn't I was probably I only, only watching watch TV. I've I was probably only watching like Nickelodeon Cartoon Network at this time. Like and, and some movies and movies. 
<laughs> um, no, actually, that's not true because I watched. I did watch Seinfeld with my family, even this young. I did. All right, uh, Seventh Heaven on WB, classic. Religious. I hated it. The Jamie Foxx Show on WB. Very funny. He works. He works at a hotel. Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> on Fox. Oh yeah. Remember this uh, on Fox Kids. Big Bad. Kind of like Power Rangers, right? But they're the, bugs. The name right. sounds yeah. familiar. I don't remember it. Though. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. <laughs> uh, Blues Clues on Nickelodeon. Babies for babies. <laughs> Two. Okay, I'm gonna start counting after like to know <laughs> when to move on. Because every time I've like tried to move on, there's like something else you've said. Like so, I don't. I'm trying to figure this out. Okay. The show really um, died. The, that show really died when they introduced Paprika. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. We were we were too old for Blue yeah. Clues at this point. But I remember I watched it a lot. <laughs> yeah, my sister watched it, so I I would look over her shoulder and watch it. Yeah. Um, like in the darkness of the room, I would I, like in the shadows, I'd be watching it. <laughs> In the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Who figured out? I figured out Blue's Clues. <laughs> um, Dragon Ball Z. Huge. Huge for me. It was on Toonami. Yeah. Um, Dragon never Ball seen, Z. Never seen it. I was not like into it, but like every, like all, almost all my friends were at the time. I, I, big, did, I didn't really Dave watch thing. it though. Dave, right? You love that, right? Yeah. I used to wake up early to watch it before school. Wow. The show rocked. It's actually a really great show in my memory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've got so many more. Okay. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond premiered this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, just made the joke about CBS. Uh, Spin City on ABC. I remember liking mm. Spin City. I remember thinking it was pretty funny. Wait, debuted? Debuted, 96. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Michael J. Fox. TV. The guy from uh, Ferris Bueller. Can't think of his name. Okay. Uh, Suddenly Susan. Alan Thick. <laughs> Suddenly Susan is with who? I'm sorry. Just real quickly. Uh, Brandon, is do it you, with do Brooke you remember? Shields? Was that the I Brooke Shields show? I don't know. Is it Brooke Shields? think it is. Or was Brooke Shields the show with David Spade? No, not not that show. Just Shoot Me? No. Uh, it's Just Shoot Me. I think it's... Or is it, is it um, Kirstie Alley? I saw the mm-hmm. title and I remembered the title. Don't remember the show. <laughs> Suddenly Susan. It's Brooke Shields. Okay. okay. Carry on. Okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, huge, ABC. Yeah, great show. Watch that. Yeah. 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 Really big this year, the launch of Fox News Channel. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With uh, premieres. Very of, important. Premieres Very important for ha- a time period. Hannity and Combs premiered, as well as uh, The O'Reilly Factor, both premiered in 96. Uh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know I, it was, uh, they were on that long. I know. Yeah, it's insane. Um, oh, here's a very hugely memed show today, Arthur. PBS, oh, yeah. yeah, Arthur, yeah, Arthur premiered. Didn't really like it because it was on PBS. Yeah, it's like a pretty little kid. Well, we were little it's, kids. It's like really wholesome. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, didn't, didn't like it. Another PBS, but great theme song, of course. Right, classic. Um, Where in time is Carmen Sandiego? The spinoff show yeah. that premiered. Oh. Yep, um, I loved that. Another okay. Nickelodeon classic, maybe the I would argue maybe the best show on Nickelodeon ever. Hey Arnold! Oh, Hey Arnold! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there, up there. I mean, um, not with Rocco in existence. I know Rocco's really good too, and Doug. I love Doug. Uh, Kablam also premiered this year on Nickelodeon. I, I, I love that show. I love yeah. Kablam. Yeah, kind of raunchy. Yeah, Kablam was cool. Kablam, I think, launched Action League now, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Oh, Kablam was so creative and cool. Yeah. It was very creative. Yeah. 
it was like vignettes or like yeah yeah uh, yep did right we, like it was like separate like little shows yeah because there was bigger show. prometheus and bob prometheus uh, and yeah. bob. Prometheus bob was yeah, great yeah. yeah yeah kablam was amazing okay and vh1 the rupaul show um yeah. also in vh1 another classic a lot of classic shows this year pop-up video premiered this year oh wow Pop-up yeah amazing video. used to love that thing um and uh, one of the last things I'll mention is naughty amateur home videos on Playboy TV. That performs <laughs> well. Um, Watched it a lot in 96. Yeah, yeah Playboy yeah. TV. Um, returning this year after last airing in 1989 is The Dating Game and The Newlywed Game. They came back. Oh, welcome back. Um, welcome back. Disney's Doug came back. Boo. Yeah, it was Bullshit. bad. Off. Real Bullshit. bad. Bullshit. Um, Judge off. Judy premiered on CBS this year. Big uh, legend. Huge. Inspiration of Judge Brave. Still on, by the way. Yeah. And uh, last but not least is this premiere, which I wanted to highlight. I have a clip, which is a promo for this show. It is the premiere of Access Hollywood. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> this, is like the pro- yeah. this is like the promo for it in 96. We are not worthy. <laughs> We love it. Hey, buddy boy, where might you find Rip Torn, Lena Horn, and Courtney Thorn? Okay, what about Diana Ross, Kate Moss, and The Boss? Uh, On Access Hollywood, coming this fall. Do you think Kate Moss would date me? Sure thing, sport. All right. Oh, my God. (laughs) How was the the quality for that? Was that okay? Yeah, it was was pretty good. It was bad. Oh, nice. I guess the internet's better here. Okay, uh, um, so yes, yeah, so I wanted to, yeah, premiere of Access Hollywood, inspiration for Dan and Bravo, had to make sure yeah. to highlight that, 1996 on NBC. Uh, then we have finales. There's not, I don't have as many here, which is good. <laughs> so we can talk about maybe some of these. Global Guts, tragic, ended this year. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to the aggro crag. Too hard. Too aggro. <laughs> Too aggro. You know, I just wouldn't have been able to do any of that stuff, so... Yeah. Didn't affect me. Too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of it looked pretty hard. Um, okay. Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark ended, 96. Good riddance. Um, too yeah. scary. Too, too scary. scary. A lot of nightmares. Came back in 99, though. Comes back in 99. Okay. Here's a weird one. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ends in 96. Okay. So like it premiered not feel like not that long ago. We, we grew just, out we just of talked it. about it. yeah we yeah just, but it, an immediate one had to have started like next year yeah the, yeah there was something called Zio like yeah. there was like, there's there been was, so many iterations so of, many iterations yeah but more Mighty Morphin ended uh, ninety six uh, Captain Planet and the Planeteers finale that's done we said it before Fresh Prince over ninety six. Um, Damn, that one is hard to say goodbye to. One of the more classic finales, too. I think I know the finale of, the, of that show. He gets a million bucks. Will? Is that is that true? Actually, I, I don't know. I just I just guessing. remember like the, I've seen like the final like I guess like moments before. Like I haven't watched. I don't. I don't know if I watched the whole episode, but like I, I just remember at the end of it. Anyway, um, I don't know if he gets a million bucks. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt ends. Classic. Uh, I uh, didn't watch it then. Um, Rescue 911 ends. Great show. What was that? Rescue 911 was like, I think like reenactments of like crazy 911, like ambulance stories. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Allegra's window comes to an end. Um, yeah. Oh. 
The Ren and Stimpy show comes to an end. Oh. Amazing. Animation. Went on for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, like 89, I think it premiered. Right. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ends, 96. Had a good run, what, too. What, the cartoon? Yeah. Um, so, like, oh, wow. premiered late 80s. So it was on for a while. Yeah, it's um, on for a long-ass time. Uh, Rocko's Modern Life, Brandon just mentioned, comes to an end. It's done in 96? Done in 96 with new episodes, yeah. Um, Weird. The Adventures of Pete and Pete, also Man. done with also done with new episodes in 96. Okay. And there's this cool finale, show. which I have another clip of. This one just got canceled. Um, like, I don't think it was like a amicable <laughs> goodbye, at least as far as I know. It wasn't an amicable goodbye. They left on bad terms, maybe. Thanks, so. Um, okay. We're waiting. It is uh, <laughs> the finale of the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh. <laughs> and I have a clip here. Oh, for, shit. For the Mickey Mouse Club. I feel like this is a show I, we need to highlight just because of all the personalities and like the future stars that right. are on it. Right. Um, I'm not going to, I didn't want to play the credits, like the, uh, the intro, because it's pretty long. It's a huge cast. It's like, it's like 15 kids, but. You've got Justin Timberlake. You've got J.C. Chazé. You've got Ryan Gosling. Uh, Britney Spears. Christina Aguilera. Those are the Carrie names. Carrie Russell? Not in this one. Not in the finale. She was on okay. it at one point. I think just... Uh, those are all in this in this episode, but I wanted to play one clip. So I, I never really watched it, but it, it would they would do sketches. They would do like sketch comedy too like yeah. on, on the show. So I'll play the clip. I, I, um, I watched this one. Here we go. The Wolfman was terrifying. Is it too loud? The fly was horrifying. It's good. But nothing could possibly prepare you for the incredible straightness of... The Pig Boy! It started at the state fair. Oh, what a cute little pig. What? Nice pig. Timberlake. Soon, a terrible transformation overtakes young Jack Gallagher. A full moon. Brittany. Isn't it romantic? Whoa. Yeah. Where's that food? I'm, I'm really hungry. Wow. He grew, um... What are those things called? Hooves? Hooves? Yeah. Pig hooves? Yeah. yeah. He's becoming a pig. It's like a wolfman sequence. But Jack's desperate search for a cure brings him face to face with doom. Kiss me. You've got so weird. to kiss me. Christina. Back, you, you pig. What the I'm fuck? Not a pig. I'm a human being. Well, sort of. Let me roll in your dinner garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, kiss me. Four hooves up, say sizzle and egg <laughs> USDA says, grade A horror, pig boy, barnyard terror, so real, you'll squeal. Interesting. 
Can yeah, I ask so, a question? Can I ask a question? So strange. <laughs> about that sketch. I'm a little confused at the timeline in that sketch. So he turns into the pig, right? And then he's go- he's like going to the doctor to figure out how to like get at- like fix the curse. But yeah. he's not a pig when he's talking to the doctor. It's like a wolfman thing. He only turns into it when it's a full moon. When it's a full moon. Oh. oh. Yeah. It's yeah, instead of like a wolfman, it's pig boy. That gotcha. was the sketch, and I just really enjoyed Justin Timberlake in like a very scary and creepy like pig pig outfit. Yeah, yeah it's being creepy. like super young. I didn't know Mickey Mouse Club did that. I thought it was just like dancing and like music. Yeah, I, ne- I, I never I, saw yeah. any. I've never seen any of that. So yeah, it was kind of shocking to see them like all together like at that age. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. They like literally were so huge like in a few years. Yeah, and like they were like the biggest pop people ever. And just a few short years. Yeah, yeah. Just owned and created by Disney. <laughs> Hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's TV, that's TV in 1996. Whoa. Um, yeah. Whoa. I wanted to, those are some Whoa. fun things I found. Wanted to highlight Access Hollywood and the Mickey Mouse Club ending in particular. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Danny. Yep. You can change the Daniel now. Oh, already did. <laughs> I know. Lights, camera, action. We're gonna turn off the uh, the, the the TV and go check out the silver screen at the at your. Whoa! At your let's s- magnify the screen. Yeah. Or let's sorry, let's enlarge in the screen. Blow <laughs> it up. We're gonna blow up that. Screen. Blow it up. All right. So this is the movie segment of 1996. You're gonna make it big, kid. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we'll talk about just a few things at the end, but uh, let's do our the box office here at the top. You guys want to guess the number one film of 1996? In 96. F- Independence Day. Yep. Independence Day. ID4. Uh, $817 million, which at the time was a huge hit. So Will Smith... Fresh Prince ends. He goes right into Independence Day. Huge, yeah. What an amazing transition. Uh, but yeah, that movie doesn't really hold up too well, I feel like. But fun performances in it. Bill Pullman, great speech. Fun, Just fun performance. Like, Bill Pullman is great in it. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Goldblum. Goldblum. Randy, uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah. Yeah, there's Randy great Quaid. There's like great performances in it, or like fun performance in it, but like as a whole, it's like the movie is just kind of like left the... the uh, the consciousness a little bit. All right, number two. At, at the time, the seeing like the the White House, the Empire State Building, these things blow up was a very big deal. It was like, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. very memorable image. Okay, so number two at the box office is it? Is it pronounced Twizzler? Uh, yes, Twizzler. Yes, oh, Twister. Man, yeah, Twizzler came in, and as you know, every year there's you know two you know a lot of times you have competing movies. So the other movie that didn't make the top ten was Red Vine. Uh, <laughs> the movie, <laughs> yeah, Twizzler. Twister was number two, a huge hit, four hundred ninety-four right. million dollars. This then, movie holds up. This yeah, movie, Twister rules. You think so? Twister yes. rules? Like Twister is oh, awesome. Really? An even better supporting cast. You got like Philip Seymour Hoffman. The, you got he's the Bill, best part. Yeah, you yeah. got Bill Paxton. You got Helen Hunt. You have uh, Carrie Yules, like chasing them, right? Isn't it Carrie Yules? Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like the more corporate, like, weather. Yeah, directed by Jan DuPont. And like some of the effects, like, are like pretty good. That cow flying yeah, across the, cow, the yeah. screen. 
This, that was worth the price of admission. This movie comes up a lot, like with me and Leslie and um, like like Longo, who's been on the show before. This movie just like in random like parts and clips from it. And for some reason, this movie like yeah comes up a lot. Like it's quoted. Like something that comes up all the time is <laughs> Bill Paxton. He's talking about the Carrie Ulls character. His name is I think his name is. Jonah or Jonas? Jonas, yeah, yeah. Jonas and he's like Jonas, son of a bitch. Yeah, and it, yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and he's like, uh, he's in it for the money, not the science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, that line is like, yeah, it comes oh, up. Oh, Jeremy know, Davies like is in thing. it, you know, uh, from Lost. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Um, the, the one downside is that it's like twenty minutes too long because like you, there's like one tornado too much. There's like there's like three giant tornado set pieces and it's like it's just too much by the end you're like all right whatever but good movie and a huge hit um great game great game yeah all right (laughs) number number three at the box office um we well we've talked about animated movies like pocahontas was last year like like is hercules this year maybe or not yet much too early for hercules hunchback um, hunchback it's hunchback number five ah number five okay so i remember seeing this in theaters uh um on a school day i think i was like i I remember going to the hospital for like a stomach issue and then i saw hunchback um whoa and uh my favorite disney movie i love that movie uh, I don't know if it holds up, but the the score is great. It's just like the music is that uh, and that song uh, in the Disney tournament. Did that win? No, no, it didn't win. But it, I, I saw it recently, like this year or 2020. I saw it. Hunchback. What? Hunchback. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. 96 is uh, a Bug's Life. 96. No. no. What the hell? What do you mean? No, guy? Toy Story was last year. <laughs> but, oh, but no, no way! A Bug's Life comes out the next year. That's too crazy, Dave. The turnaround time wasn't that, you know. Fair. It was different back then. Fair. Pixar Fair. was just starting out. <laughs> Technology moves slower. Give him a fucking break, Dan. Yeah, all right, Dan. whatever. Can't keep churning out this crap. All right, all right, cool it. <laughs> okay. Well, can you give us a please? Can you please give us a please? Yeah, we need a please. Uh, okay. A, what's it called? A please. Hint. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the number three has a colon in the title. Colon. Hmm. The hell? The first. That's never been done before. The first of a franchise of a long-running franchise. Girl interrupted. Yes. <laughs> first. The colon. Oh, what? I'm gonna be pissed then if I don't get this. Franchise still going. Not we actually not we Star dis- Wars. I know what year Phantom Menace is. We no, still that's, that's not. we discussed something now that we'll- happened with this movie, with a movie in this franchise, very recently. There was some news. Is it like the um, something Bond? happened? Bond, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Ah, of course. What's the colon? Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The knox the knock list. The knock list. Right. Yes. Yeah. I've seen this movie like a hundred times. Yes. Yeah. One of my most watched movies. Uh, thrilling movie. Uh, Brian De Palma. Tom. Cruise. I still, to this day, still don't fully get the plot of the of the. Of it's this a confusing one. plot. It's a confusing plot, but it's a great movie. <laughs> Uh, that made $457 million. So, again, big year at the box office here. Lots of big action movies. So you have Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible. One more to get number four on the list. Need a clue. Um, Please. Let's see. Okay. So this is like – this is this movie is in my is in my favorite unofficial trilogy. 
it's not actually in a trilogy of movies, but I put it in a certain actor's unofficial action trilogy. Hmm. That um, it's a uh, it's it's an action movie by a big action director starring an action star with a older action star. Uh, is it The Rock? It's The Rock. Oh, the Rock, yeah. Yes, which is, oh, the Rock is so great. Which is, oh, a, of course, a part of the Cage trilogy of Con Air, The Rock, and Face Off, which is the, the best nice. action trilogy right, right. Uh, I like that, it. that exists. I think, Cage action. I think best movie was English Patient this year. I was going to get to that. So um, if you can you know, chill. Thanks, Dan. If you can chill. Because Braveheart last year. Right? If you so could chill, I was going to get right. to that. Um, Sorry. I get excited. So to round out the top 10, uh, 101 Dalmatians, uh, which was the like live action. Oh, right. Oh, it was, yeah. It was number uh, six. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. This guy's crew out Ransom. Of Ransom was number seven, which is a pretty- Who? Ransom. Oh, Ransom which was is Grandson? Which is a, f- Grandson. a fun movie. A Grandson, the movie. <laughs> Mel Gibson, good movie. Yeah, good movie. Gary Sinise, lots of good, lots of good stuff in there. Uh, Nutty Professor, uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Uh, number- I'm going to skip number nine for a second because that's one of the things I want to talk about. Number 10 was Eraser, uh, which Dan has mentioned oh, somehow like many uh, times on this show. Eraser is great. It's it's good. I watched it re- like fairly recently. It's it, it's not as fun as like The Sixth Day and some of the other like other 90s Arnie movies. Okay. It's good. Okay. But, uh, and then number nine is another Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire. <sighs> they brought up Bruce in 96 and didn't bring up Jerry Maguire. Right. It wasn't relevant to my uh, thing. Whatever. So I'll come back to Jerry Maguire in a second. I just want to shout out a couple of other movies that came out uh, this year that um, that I love. Uh, we have, of course, we have Fargo came out this year. Waiting for Guffman, great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breaking the Waves, Dave. Breaking the Waves, Lars von Trier. Never seen it. Hard Eight, the Paul Thomas Anderson flick. Um, Scream, love Scream. Oh, classic! Yeah, right, right. The Frighteners, which I got to see for the first time recently, really fun Peter Jackson horror movie, like horror comedy with Michael J. Fox. Bound, which is the Wachowskis movie before the uh, the Matrix, and it's amazing. It's Gina Gershon and uh, Jennifer Tilly, and it's and uh, Joe Pantoliano. It's incredible. Whoa! Um, yeah, I've heard about this for a it's while. It's so good. Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, uh, Shane Black. Uh, with uh, Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson, great movie. Mars Attacks, one of my favorite Tim Burton's. The Crash, not the you know the bad one, the David Cronenberg one, which I finally seen with the car, you know the fucked up car movie. Yeah, right. lots of great movies. Turned on by yeah. car crashes. Yeah, James Spader, Holly Hunter. Um, all right, so Jerry Maguire. I wanted to talk about this for a second because, you know, I, I when we talked about our year end wrap up wrap wrap ups, and I talked about like directors that I saw all of their filmographies. Uh, one of the ones I forgot to mention was Cameron Crowe, and he has turned out to kind of be like my least favorite, like big director. Um, Interesting. I so the thing about Jerry Maguire is that if Tom Cruise was not Jerry Maguire, that movie just doesn't work as well. It's uh, his performance is unreal in that movie. He it's like it's such like. I, I, I was trying to remove his performance from it and it's like his like manic energy in that movie is so bizarre and the movie is a weird movie like 
uh, th- th- we could talk about it. Uh, I feel like we need to do like a, another Tom Cruise like discussion thing. It, it's one of my favorites. So like I would love, I love to ta- I would love to talk yeah. about it with you. It's there's so, like when I'm thinking about like all the Cruise movies I've seen. Usually I land on Jerry Maguire being my favorite, but it's there's so many. There's a lot of good ones though. I like. I still like it's it. A, it's a top. I still like Three it for me. Um, yeah. I still like it. I like Vanilla Vanilla Sky is my favorite of the Cameron Crows, and then everything else I pretty what much. What else do you do? So I was just gonna read that to you. Oh, everything almost else famous, I, I think. Yeah. So say oh, yeah, don't like that movie. Say anything. Let me. I'm gonna go in order. Say anything yeah. in, in retrospect. Who cares? I it's, like it. Uh, I I kind of don't care about oh, it. Oh yeah, I like saying. I like that movie. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a. I haven't a seen pick, it in a while. It's kind of like a pick me movie and like a, a wine until the girl comes to me movie, and it's just kind of annoying. Uh, singles. Yeah, you your boys in it. Yeah, your boy. Cusack. That's your guy. That would. I, I don't I'm know. I'm like. Oh, I'm over Cusack. I don't care anymore. Uh, Damn. I, what the hell? I didn't like when it. Did, when did, hold on. When did this happen? <laughs> this is not real, actually. <laughs> I don't believe it. I just was. When it's I, one of his like most biggest roles, and you're like, whatever. Yeah. I, the movie annoyed me. Um, sing and and it's mostly Cam. And, wow. It's mostly Cam and Crow stuff that I don't like. Singles is a really annoying movie. It's like a bunch of single people living in single right. apartments. Matt Dillon, right? It's in that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, didn't like it. Yeah. Jeremy Choir, good. Uh, Almost Famous was like insufferable. I I I had yeah, I, I had like never movie. seen it before, and I had a hard time sitting. I like really actively disliked that movie. Okay, Almost Famous is one of those things where I like the movie, hate how people are about Almost. I I don't like how people Fair. get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we've talked about so that it's kind like of one thing of those before. Like beloved movies. Yeah, like I it's don't, just not. It's that, so, uh, that annoys me. I like the movie though. I I I don't like it. Vanilla Sky, I love. It's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Elizabeth Town is one of the most unwatchable things uh, I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's just like awful. <laughs> we we bought a zoo. Uh, oh yeah, brought in, up on the show before. Great score, but um, aside from the fact that. There's no ever question if they bought a zoo or not because he buys a zoo, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, Aloha, th- probably the w- that movie is Bradley Cooper, and he's like, uh, it's like a romantic movie with Emma Stone, who's supposed to be Asian, but she's not because she's Yikes. Emma Stone. And then it like turns into like a satellite movie, like it's like an army satellite, and Alec Baldwin, and he's there. It, it's the it's like it's such a bizarre movie. I remember people saying like because it was hyped. I remember, and then it was horrible, right? Yeah, it there, was like there's a scene where uh, there's a scene where John Krasinski and Bradley Cooper like look at each other because Brett uh, Krasinski's like dating Rachel McAdams, which is um, uh, Bradley Cooper's like ex girlfriend. And they like have this moment where like they recognize each other and like don't say anything. And like Krasinski puts his hand on his shoulder and there's like subtitles like communicating the like unspoken like agreement between them. It's just a fucking bizarre movie. So anyway, I don't know. It, it it's Jerry Maguire and and um Vanilla Sky are weird outliers in the crow uh f- filmography, but if you take Tom Cruise out of Jerry Maguire, it, it probably would annoy me just as much as a lot of these other movies. <laughs> Man, what a se- crow. What a segment. That's Brandon's uh just like going cr- off on crow. Crowing over crow or, yeah. or something yeah. like <laughs> Crowing on crow. I love um Fast Times at Rid- Ridgemont High. He wrote that. Yeah. He did. Yeah. All right, so add that's your your positive list. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Um, I'm sorry. Jeremy, I love Jeremy uh, Maguire. 
Vanilla Sky. Yeah, me too. Uh, Vanilla Sky is amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a top five Tom Cruise for me. But Jerry Maguire, I think, takes it. I mean, I gotta, I'd have to really think about it. I also haven't seen as many as I'd like. I gotta see more. All right, that was ninety six. <laughs> All right, Crow gotta go. That's it. You're done. And uh, yeah, I was going to do a whole thing leading up to English patient winning, but Dan already spoiled it, so now I'm not going to do that part. Sorry, man. Damn. I'm sorry. I just, it's like the one stat, it's like something I know. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, Dan, Dan. Backwards, remember. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So if we're going backwards, that means let's hit the fashion rewind. Button. I have a fashion rewind button on my desk, like how um, Trump had a Diet Coke button <laughs> on his desk when he was president. Because <laughs> it's Fashion News 96. That's right. It's time for me to leave the catwalk and get behind the cat desk. Ooh. <laughs> um, I also have a litter box back here, so I don't have to stop recording to take a bathroom break. Meow. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you said meow, Brandon, because I do have more cat jokes, including this one. This is MTV, but this time the M stands for meow. It's, it's MTV News, I should say. Meow TV News. And I have a bunch of um, news things. So let's get into it. It's all fashion related. You guys would love it. I just want to share some pictures with you. So, <laughs> oh, the most accessible part of the show for the listeners, the pictures. Please head the, on over to at uh, Dan and Bray presents on Instagram for my fashion picture gallery. And you uh, can follow along. We'll link to the YouTube videos we share too. We'll do it all. I- I'll link you. Just and also, I just want to set the scene, uh, just the scene, to give the listeners confidence in the length of the show. My next segment is so short. Less than okay. five. Less than five minutes. So, same. So is so Me is too. mine. My next one too is very short. No, mine's even shorter. Mine's even shorter. <laughs> not really. Mine's definitely like twice as long <laughs> as this one. No, no, it's not. This is anyway. Let's get to this and we'll see. We'll time it. So I'm about to share my screen and you'll see what it is. Apparently, social security number. Can you see the? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! I remember that. I like. I've seen this image before. Here we go. Fashion news, baby. 1996 was the first year for skateboard, shoe, and attire company Vans to sponsor the Vans Warped Tour. Wow. Which was established the year prior, and they have been the main sponsor ever since carrying their name in the title. Yeah. Have you guys ever gone to a Warped Tour? Nope. No people that have. I I never went. No tons of people that have. Yeah. Yeah. But never myself have no, gone. Never myself either. So all three of us never went. I ever, like nope. a lot of people that we're friends with. <laughs> Wasn't really my birth. Went. Yeah, me, ne- me, me neither. Not you yeah, not like some some of it, but not most of it. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, given Van's name, Warped Tour thought they were getting into business with a motor vehicle company, and that they would hopefully be able to supply <laughs> transportation for the tour as well. <laughs> And uh, Van said, sure, if your axe can skate. Right, we can supply them with some skateboards. <laughs> but, l- l- 
<laughs> really quickly, I just want to say that some of the groups that were playing on the 96 tour, mm-hmm. we have Fishbone, Pennywise. <laughs> I'm not going to say the ones I don't know. Blink-182, Red 5, and others. <laughs> but, yeah. It's been a staple with some of the people in our age group. So, yeah, very familiar. Mm-hmm. But how about the next news item? Because... Also in 96, Reebok, ever heard of them, signed a $50 million endorsement deal with Allen Iverson oh, when wow. he signed to the Philadelphia 76ers. Hell yeah. Iverson collaborated with Reebok during his contract to create the second longest running basketball shoe line in her story, beginning with the question <laughs> shoe in 1996. Oh, because she was the answer. Yeah. Brandon, were you following them at this point, the Sixers? No, I was not. It was a few years from now at the that it was like uh, like right before, like 2000 was you when I followed them. Like <laughs> you went on tour with them. I was a roadie. That's why I wasn't at Warp Tour because I was a Sixers <laughs> roadie. Yeah, what, going on tour with a basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've heard of posing questions before, but posing in your questions. Now, that's a new concept for 96. The question shoe. Like posing in pictures with your question shoe. I totally got you, it. Didn't, didn't you, you like explain this it? <laughs> you like this shoe? I don't it's know. It's not that cool looking. It's kind of dad. It's, it looks like a dad shoe. No, yeah. but that was that was the style. Like, that was the style then. I remember this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I mean. Questionable. Jordans are just infinitely cooler. Yeah. Even, you know, like at this time, like. Yeah. Definitely. But also in 96, the Dolce and Gabbana runway show was streamed only on the internet and not the runway. You know, that's the big thing nowadays in the 90s. Internet is really sounds booming. A, sounds a little bit like my territory, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, because... Well, they streamed only on the internet and not the runway in an experimental move towards new media. So hmm. it's fashion-related. Also that year, Dolce & Gabbana designed the costumes for the film Romeo Plus Juliet. Uh, love that movie. You, really? you love that movie, Brandon? Yeah. You love that movie? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. It's a it, Baz Luhrmann wild movie. Damn. Would you say you like Baz Luhrmann more than Cameron Crowe? Uh, more interesting, sure. Maybe I don't like more it. More interesting. Fair. Yeah, more interesting. Interesting misses. Interesting misses. Like, Gatsby uh, is a, the most interesting miss I've ever seen in my life. Gotcha. Boz Lerman or Boz Skaggs? Which one do you like better? Uh, Lerman. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, I, I, name drop. I, I met Boz Lerman's son one time. <laughs> he was wearing like a Michael Jackson-esque, uh, uh, like, red jacket. Oh, I forgot we do name drops on this show now. <laughs> Um, That's true, though. Isn't that true? That is completely true, yeah. I I remember that. How about this for a math equation for all you math heads out there? Romeo plus Juliet plus Dolce times Gabbana equals a wonderful fashion outcome. Okay, next news item. Oh, I didn't even show you guys this. At the Dolce, Dolce Gabbana. Oh, it's a picture from the movie. Yeah, they're styling in their Dolce, I think. The guns were by Gabbana, too. <laughs> in early 96 as well, Oakley's sunglasses company had a pricing dispute with Italian company Luxottica. 
the world's largest eyewear manufacturers and retailers. Lexatica uh, stopped carrying Oakley's products in their stores, including Sunglass Hut, and Oakley's stock market value declined by 33%. Ouch. Damn. Speaking Shit. of Oakley, Annie, get your gun. We got to intimidate <laughs> some Italians to get back into business with us. <laughs> That's what maybe Oakley was saying to Andy. <laughs> sure. But uh, Oakley's classic, more of an 80s thing, I think. They're kind of declining in the 90s, but... I like, feel like a lot of baseball players in the 90s wore these. True. Uh, it's it's Oakley's, like a very... Um, yeah. Oakley's, I think, are still pretty popular. Yeah, they're kind of like futuristic looking, I think, Yeah. in my head. So... My fifth news item, fashion related, like nineties. I think of like a nineties Euro like DJ. Definitely, or some. Yeah. I just, I guess, imagine someone skydiving wearing them. <laughs> They're kind of sure. goggly. Yeah, <laughs> like they'd probably fall off your head if you were skydiving with them on. But I can imagine a skydiver, nonetheless, wearing them. My fifth news item, Loren, Ralph Loren, <laughs> Loren for woman, launched in nineteen ninety six. It was called Loren Ralph Loren, offering sportswear, denim dresses, uh, dresses, activewear, and accessories and footwear at a cheaper price point for females. So yeah, Loren Ralph Loren. I guess Ralph was feeling a little bit bondy with this branding. Uh, I'll have that cute top, shaken not stirred. <laughs> Here we go. Ralph, that, there's Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Just, he's kind of a cool looking guy. Yeah, he cut, he's like a little like Nick Cavey there. A little, little dude. A little, bit. little dude with white hair and like simple look. And look, there's like one of the models is like staring right at his ass. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's getting checked out. <laughs> like he's it. got a wide, wide belt. Yeah, that's a thick, wide belt. Nice bulge, too. Nice bulge. Yeah. News item number six Tyra Banks big-time supermodel of the 90s, appears in the music video for Lionel Richie's song from his 1996 comeback album. We heard a little bit of it before. His first album in 10 years, and the song being Don't Wanna Lose You. So I have a picture of them together in, like, more recent times because I couldn't find any stills from that video. But, um... Of course, Lionel requested the services of Miss Banks since he was coming out of retirement. <laughs> retirement. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get through the next news items here. He, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not great. He has some good stuff, actually. No, I, I know. We, he has some good stuff, but we just he's kind uh, of a cornball. When we were talking about him a lot in the 80s, it was, it was very polarizing. Like, there was... Yeah, he has a lot of yeah. really bad stuff, but he has some really great stuff, too, so... I don't know. He's a complicated figure um, in music. So, how about this? Number seven's new... The number seven news item of 96. Inichi. The clothing label... You know that one? Inichi? Oh, it's, it's, it's uh, spelled with an E. E N Y C E. Oh yeah, definitely. I remember this for sure. Yeah. E-N-Y-C. The clothing label was established in NYC, New York City, in March 1996 by Evan Davis, Lando McCoon, and Tony Shellman. And Nietzsche. Yeah. Brandon, what's your favorite uh, philosopher? 
Yeah, Nietzsche. Does that, do you want me to say that? Yeah, Nietzsche, uh, I guess. Nietzsche. <laughs> Nietzsche. If I could name this one. If I so. had to cut it down to one. Uh, <laughs> Nietzsche. Definitely didn't know it was pronounced <laughs> in Nietzsche for like a, a number of years. Like I just learned about this last night. <laughs> like I remember seeing the brand and like yeah. definitely as a kid thinking it was like a nice or something like yeah, or, a nice a nice yeah, <laughs> yeah a nice yeah. very very Borat um, <laughs> right yeah uh, but I think it's it was supposed to be like NYC ah. but it just turned into Nietzsche because it sounds more like Italian like fashion label e let's see it oh yeah you want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a jersey. <laughs> it says 96 because it was established in 96, and this is like a regular crappy jersey. Yeah. But I'm sh- we've seen a lot of people in the Nietzsche attire for sure. Okay, here's the w- last Was Nietzsche kind of like if you go to the mall and like against all odds, like that kind of store? Like, I don't know what that is. You don't know what that's? Um, I know that. But I, I still can't even picture this word that you're saying. E-N-Y-C-E. Was it was it like um, I don't know like what Tommy Hilfiger became in the nineties like kind of like I that don't, I don't I don't remember this at all of anybody that should know <laughs> it should be our fashion correspondent and like the fashion guy for for like I'm asking you fashion questions all right I don't know what kind of people wore this I can't I kind of remember it but not that well I, I didn't see that many people wearing why bring I've it seen up the label why, br- why bring it up if you don't know what it is I don't know <laughs> I'm looking at this picture of this logo and I have I don't think I don't remember seeing this yeah. ever. This isn't helpful. It's not a good representation of this Me brand. and Dan have seen this. I just don't know who, who would wear it. But people have. I've seen it. I've lived a long time, and I've seen a lot of Anichi. <laughs> I don't remember what, what, in what context. I don't remember what kind of people wore it. Anichi died. It was really sad. A good DJ. Women up when they over. All right, so um, my last fashion news segment, please let me get through it. Yeah, what was that? You know that song, right? Of course. It's so Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wake me up. I got all the like the the important sounds out there. Yeah. Okay, so my last one, please have some respect for your fashion correspondent who knows everything about fashion and can answer all your fashion questions. Number eight, the rapper Biggie Smalls, okay, big time guy, right? He mentions the sweater brand Coogie in the 1996 song Hypnotize, a number one hit, as we all know, in which he raps, every cutie with a booty bought a Coogie. Kicking off a trend and causing clothing articles to fly off the shelves with customers rushing to make a purchase. It was a B.I.G. endorsement in many ways. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, when, oh, and look out, Chris Angel. I'm getting hypnotized looking at <laughs> some of these sweater patterns. Um, the Brooklyn Nets, like, currently, well, more more last, last season, season, take ins- inspiration from, like, Biggie's fashion yeah. with their jerseys and stuff. Like It was very cool. Yeah. It's an awesome sweater, what he's wearing right now. He's counting money big bills there i see 50s and it's like such a colorful 
concoction of a sweater. Yeah, it's so awesome. So many different things going on, yeah. pattern-wise and cool. color-wise. Uh, but Kugi, they were big. And they have to thank it. They have to thank Biggie for that one. Oh, but hold on. What's this? An unexpected art crime news item right as I was about to wrap up my fashion oh, news segment? What? <gasps> I guess I got to read it. LOL. For, for an, uh, here we go. For an, uh, an exhibition at the, the <laughs> Apple Arts Center in Amsterdam, Maurizio Catalan, known as a prankster of the art world, steals the entire contents of another artist's show from a nearby gallery with the idea of passing it off as his own work entitled Another Fucking Ready Made. Until the police insist he return the items on threat of, a, of arrest. Wow. Crazy, right? What was what was the item again? What was the item? He just Did steals he just... a whole collection from somebody else and just like moves it on over to a different gallery. Oh, it was an entire collection. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But not a bad excuse for committing theft. Officer, I was just pranking for the purpose of art. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like that's the art project that he stole art. That's the, the art. You might know this guy. I didn't know the name, but I knew one of his most famous pieces from modern times is the banana being taped to the wall. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Oh, ki- kind of, yeah. Yeah. It was at a museum. Like he's taped a banana to the wall. What? So he's a prankster. He's a goofster of the art world. And what he did back then, you know, kind of kind of fucked up, but also kind of kind of fun. <laughs> and that's it. So I hope this year wasn't too catty for you. Ciao for now. <laughs> that was CTV, is that what you said? Uh no, MTV. Meow TV. Oh, I was thinking cat TV. It's meow TV. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Dandin, dandin. What um when uh, or where was the the art theft? What country? Amsterdam, the country oh, of Amsterdam. The country, okay. It was Amsterdam. Well, um, moving over now to a uh, different country in Europe, France, Whoa. with your French uh, sportscast, yes. uh, wee wee. Oh, wee wee. It's me, Jacques. Yo, you French sportscaster, Amsterdam, can, Amsterdam sucks, come to France. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, this will be quick. Um, I'm still Jacques Itch, but ending the accent. A quick itch. Quick itch. Quick itch. Quidditch, Dave, Harry Potter. I know you're a big, <laughs> you're a big fan. Um, so let's kick things off. Well, not kick yet, different sport. I think Brandon, we, maybe we can talk about this for a little bit. Major League Baseball, 1996, the, the beginning of the New York Yankees dynasty. Yeah. You know, a lot of sport, a lot of sports fans out there, you know, hey, oh, oh, fuck the Yankees, bro. You know, fuck them. But as somebody growing up in New Jersey, you know, and being, like we said, uh, what, six turning seven, this was great. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. was so great being a little kid, already being into baseball, playing baseball at this time. The, the, the team for New York. There was also the Mets. I think Dave's family were Mets fans, right? Yep. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Sucks to yeah. suck, dude. Uh, but, yeah, being, like, a Yankee fan and, like, really having this kind of, like, establish your fandom, right? It was awesome. It was so yeah. fun. This team was so great. 
They won the World Series over the Atlanta Braves, starting this kind of late 90s dynasty. So many great players on this team. Tino Martinez, Paul oh, yeah. O'Neill, um, Jeter, I think, rookie year. Tito um, Puente? Jeter's rookie year may have been the year before, but Jeter Tito, was on this team. Tito Puente, no. definitely. Right. Um, yeah. Bernie Williams. Oh, my guy. Dave's guy. He should be pumped about this. <laughs> Bernie yep. Williams. Uh, Joe Girardi, who later became the manager of the Yankees. El, El Scorcho. Yep. Uh, Doc Gooden. Um, what, Dave? Hold on, hold on, hold on. El Scorcho. There was, there was El Duque, but not yet. Duque. No, not yet? Okay. <laughs> not yet. Well, it's funny. El Scorcho, like, he throws really fast. Like, yeah, scorching. Right. Like, like <laughs> not yet, though. He wasn't on the team yet. Um, I don't know if Jorge Posada was on the team yet. I can't remember. I love that guy. And, and I think it was Leyritz was the catcher at that point Jim, in time. Well, and Girardi, but then there's also uh, Mariano. Uh, Mariano. Jeter. David Cohn. Said it was Jeter. his year. Yeah. Um, Andy Pettit. Was Andy Pettit, yep. yeah, uh, so da- David Cohn, Daryl Straubs. right? Oh, uh, and maybe Wade Boggs. Oh, Wade Boggs, got it. Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of the third baseman, although he wasn't the third baseman in the winning World Series game, but he was the third baseman. David Justice, I, not no, yet. No, like no, two thousand, he was on. Um, yeah, was, I don't think Knobloch was on the team yet either. Not yet. Knobloch, Knobloch, Knoblet, Knob yet. No, right. Okay, so um, yeah, that's. Um, Wanted to do that quickly with Brandon. That was fun. Growing up in New Jersey, being a fan of that team. Dave sucks for you and your family, but... Well, we'll see you guys uh, in a few years at the Subway Series. Right, and you'll lose... 2000? Was that 2000? Yeah. Yep. yeah. 2000. I think it, I think swept also. Five, I think sure. it was five <laughs> games. It was five games. Five, oh, it was five, five, yeah. it was five games. Okay. Um, we did. I was part of it. Yeah, that was did. called yeah, the gentleman's sweep. A uh, gentleman's sweep. Okay. Um, in the NBA, Bulls are back. Right, Bulls are very uh, back. Bulls are back. Uh, they Bulls beat the back. Se- beat the Seattle SuperSonics after a record-breaking seventy-two win season. <laughs> Just an insane season and team. Ninety-six. Um, this time they got Rodman, right? Yeah, this is Rodman now. Rodman's Rod- yeah. Rodman's with them, right? But Jordan, Jordan was already back. He came back like late the season before, and they lost. Right, like he like. Towards the end of the season. Anyway, um, in the NFL, uh, Super Bowl 30, XXX. So Super Bowl fucking. Triple X. Yeah, Super Bowl triple X. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Cowboys dynasty continues. Uh, They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, What was the halftime show? A wet wet t-shirt contest? Dallas (laughs) Dallas dynasty? What is this? The TV segment, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, damn, I forgot to look up what the halftime Wait, show was. Cowboys won? I'm sorry. Yeah, Cowboys won. They beat the Steelers. You know, Cowboys, people, I just remember growing up, people like hating the Cowboys. Me too. Like, fuck the Cowboys. Ah. Like being pissed well, off Well, because we live in an area, we live in an area where in that division, every other team is here. It's like Washington, New York, Philly, and then Dallas. Oh, really? In that division. Right, Dan? Well, <clears throat> uh, you're asking the wrong guy. I can't remember offhand. But uh, <laughs> the Cowboys have like a national fandom. Right. Like like the Yankees do. Like that's They're America's team. They're yeah. America's team. That's just, that's it. Friend of the show, uh, Pizzo, big Cowboys fan. He's a big Cowboys guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool name. Cool cool thing. Cool, yeah. Cool uh, Pi- uh, Pizzo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods turns pro this year. This is like the start of his just total oh, yeah. domination of the sport. 
that documentary just came out. I really want to watch it on HBO. That's great. About Tiger about Woods. It. I'd like to watch it. It's important for my family to, for me to watch that. <laughs> it's important to my family. Important for to your me family. To watch that. Um, we mentioned the bull, uh, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills a lot. The Bills are deep in the playoffs right right now, currently this year. This are is they? huge for them. Yeah, they are good enough to win the Super Bowl. Like this could be huge for them. It would be, and it would be, you know, really, you know, the first time like redemption because they didn't win in the night. Like they got there all yeah. those times in the nineties that we talked about. They're good mm-hmm. again. So like I'm definitely rooting for them. Fun team. Me too. Um, just found out, but I'm rooting for them. Yeah, it'd be great. And then uh, other big sports news: Hulk Hogan forms a new world order, which we talked about. Hell yeah, huge, let's, huge. Let's new. get it done. Yeah, <laughs> let's get, let's get it done. Let's take over the world. Let's yeah, show the, them a new way. Yeah, the new world order. Um, <laughs> I have a clip here, not of the new world order. I should have got a clip <laughs> of that. But um, the uh, the big the biggest really the biggest thing in sports in general is December Olympics. In 1996. But Dan, really quick, when Hulk Hogan formed the New World Order, he turned heel, became a bad guy. Right. And he was like a famous, like the, the hero of wrestling for like a, like a decade probably. Yeah, right, he turned evil, point. more racist. Or over a decade. Um, <laughs> so this was the thing I was like hoping you were going to talk about when you said you didn't have a lot for sports. So I was like, I like, this is when I said that I had a lot of memories from 96, like I know NWO. I remember yeah, the new, yeah, the new world order. New world order. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to see hunchback and I remember the Yankees. I remember the summer Olympics, like so like vivid. Like I just remember watching so much of this. You remember my, um, aunt's wedding. I remember your aunt's wedding. <laughs> okay. They're in Atlanta. Um, Unfortunately, including the Centennial Olympic Park being bombed, which resulted in one death and 111 oh injuries. Yeah, it was a bombing at the Summer Olympics in Atlanta. Okay, but it also... Oh, my God. It also resulted in, as always, a very watchable Clint Eastwood flick, Richard Clint Eastwood, Jewell. Richard Jewell, yeah. Oh, is that uh, about that one? Yeah. Security guard, yeah. So, from the Olympics, I have a like a, a clip of like the opening ceremonies. I don't know if that would be... Can that I ask you something? Watch, though. Did the bombing like end the Olympics, or they just like kept going? No, they kept going. They kept That's going. So weird. There's only one death. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Show must go on. Show must go on. So I, I could just talk about the opening ceremonies. I watched some of it uh, earlier today. Um, the entire thing is on YouTube, which is great. It's four hours. Oh. They so you know. When you see these opening ceremonies, you know, in other countries, right, there's always things that are representative of the host country, right? And it's like very, very big thing. So <laughs> this one to represent the U.S., like it's a lot of cheerleaders and like, che- like just and like there's a whole sequence of just trucks that come out like Chevy's. Whoa. Like Chevy trucks come out into this <laughs> arena and are just circling the arena. That's like an hour of the thing. It's like these trucks in the middle. Cheerleaders are dancing, so uh, marching bands. It's like very American fanfare. Like it, it's, it was pretty great. It was pretty fun to watch. Like these big, yeah, marching band and cheering sequences. They play that song like a rock. Oh, I Ooh, wish like a rock. Oh, they should have. Um, they should have. The marching band spells out Atlanta, which is pretty cool. Love that. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, it was it was, it was pretty fun to watch. Um, I, I recommend it. Yeah, the opening ceremony. Muhammad Ali was like the the person to bring in the torch, right? I think it was Evander Holyfield. I think it was Muhammad Ali. 
I remember seeing Evander Holyfield. I mean, I'm sure maybe Muhammad Ali was a part of it. I remember specifically seeing Evander Holyfield at one point. I don't think – yeah, I feel like Muhammad Ali would be a better choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I – just, like, the couple clips I watched, I remember seeing Evander Holyfield at one point. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure Muhammad Ali was a part of it. But, yeah, it was – Oh, Ali, <laughs> it was Ali, Ali lit the cauldron. He, like, put – he, like, was the, oh, last, okay. the last person to uh, – That's cool. But yeah, U.S. most most medals, most gold medals. Was, it was a witch dominated lighting the cauldron. The cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But yeah, that's that's sports. Um, well, and this had the, this was the uh, like the 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 women's gymnastics with Carrie Strug like landing on her broken ankle, like that, oof. like 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 that's like a huge moment. You know, oh right, um, where yeah, she like yeah, does, yeah, she um, she does a vault and she like breaks her ankle or something, and then she does a second one and lands on one foot and like won them the gold. It was like like a huge, a huge thing. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, Carrie Strug. There was a Michael Michael great. Johnson, right? With the golden shoes this year. Really? I thought Michael yeah. Johnson was much later. Well, like I think Sydney. he did it. I think he performed in m- many of them, but I'm pretty sure oh. this was the one with the. With the gold shoes, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could have brought up some specifics from the Olympics, but I decided to keep it short and mention that they happened and the bombing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, USA. Well, those are important things. Thanks, Danny. And yeah. uh, I guess we'll change the Daniel now. I, again, yeah. <laughs> DVPSNFL. DVPSNFL. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do a quick little segment here. Um, you know, I had I, I didn't know where to go with this one. I was looking for some food stuff, some drink stuff, some tech stuff. I thought I found a big thing in tech where because this is the year that DVDs become available, except uh. they don't become available in the United States yet. So I'm probably gonna do some DVD content in 1997. Because but DVDs were invented last year. They were invented last year. Right. They were released in Japan this year, but they didn't hit the mass markets until like 97. Gotcha. And then in literature, you know, there were a lot of adaptations, but um, the big one that started this year is Game of Thrones. Uh, began ah. in 1996. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask Dave if he remembered any character names, like how many he could remember. Oh, but it, man. But it doesn't, like, you know. Uh, oh, I really can't. No, Dan, Danny. Danny. Yep. I yep. her full name. Demo- I think you said Demonstrious. Demonstrious. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, one was, like, Brandon, right? Brandon? Yep, there was a Brandon. Oh, Bran. There was Bran? Bran, yep. Yeah. Uh... Uh, sorry, I'm actually, so far I'm actually struggling. I'm actually struggling right now as well. As far as I go. <laughs> okay, but the th- real thing that we're going to talk about here is something that uh, we're going back to the Taco Bell. Well, Taco Well Bell. Oh, Whoa. great! This was back this was fun. Bell. Early Bravo. This was very fun. Back to yeah. Bell. Back to Bell, but a little a little different this time. So, in April of 1996, Taco Bell put out. They did an ad campaign, and they took out advertisements in newspapers like like big i think full page ads in advertisements okay uh-huh this is what the uh the ad said it said oh in an effort to help the national debt taco bell is pleased to announce that we have agreed to purchase the liberty bell 
One of our country's most historic <laughs> treasures. Oh my God. What? It will now be called the Taco Liberty Bell and will be, <laughs> will be accessible to the American public for viewing. Some may find this controversial. We hope our move will prompt other corporations to take similar action to do their part to reduce the country's debt. Wow. My God. Weird so, move. The phones exploded at like the Liberty Bell visiting center, which was probably manned by like young, you know, young adults like on a like a shitty job. The phones exploded. Well, the the day that they did this advertisement exploded. campaign was April Fool's Day. They did an April Fool's Day prank. Oh, oh. amazing. I love that. Check the date before you call, people. <laughs> But like it was like a huge deal. Like they said that like the phones like went ballistic, and then they had to like put out a statement saying like no, like th- nobody bought the t- the Liberty Bell. But what, Taco what? Liberty. I, w- I wish that did happen. I yeah, know. me too. I thought that was real. I I just love that like. Like I love that idea that, that there was a meeting and like that they, they you know like they like got that pitch by like their advertising people were like okay we're gonna do this thing where we're gonna say that we're gonna help the national debt like <laughs> like that's such a weird concept that's a funny yeah. angle it's like such a funny angle to say that in order to resolve the national debt we're buying this monument but you but it'll stay there and it'll just be called the Taco Liberty Bell. <laughs> My God, genius. It's yeah. almost like uh, satire, yeah, of it's, like cor- our, our modern corporate world. Yeah, <laughs> would it you is. not say so, Dan? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Bravo, I say. Bravo, and that's it. That's my segment. I told you it was going to be short. I love Damn. it. Damn, that was a snack. Yo quiero liberty. <laughs> I also, I also watched like twenty-five libertad. I also watched like 25 minutes of commercials, like hoping to find something good again, but uh, I kind of just like zoned out and was watching commercials and forgot that I was supposed to like be figuring out what I was doing. <laughs> damn it, damn it. Well, who's, oh, is it my turn now? Yes. Yeah. Final cycle? Final cycle. Um, Welcome to the final cycle. Oh, it is the final cycle, yeah. And then we close it with the- uh, Final official cycle. Yeah. So we're, we're okay, this is so fun. Final f- official cycle. Well, um, keep spinning those wheels because we're going to spin on over to um, cl- a class I'm teaching on celebrity gossip and celebrity 96. This is, prob- this is probably my favorite segment on the whole show. Yeah. It's Professor Dave. Yeah, this is the best segment. Thanks for coming to class, students. You're, you're on time This f- for, for once. We're actually late. We're late for class. Well, actually, you're late. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we're late pretty, to class. pretty late. Yeah, dirty. All right, so um, we're gonna play the game that's swept the nation f- for years now. Okay, <coughs> this is a yearly sw- nation sweep. It's <laughs> it or split, but it's it or split '96 edition. Okay, very simple. I have a list of couples. I need my two. Co co patriots comp- compadros, my two co guys. None of them was right. None, you said not one. What you said correctly. I don't want to be a patriot in any capacity here. Okay, sorry. I have my two yeah, co guys. It's a good time to be to consider yourself a patriot these days. Guests, co guests or host, I need them to to answer a simple riddle: it or split. 
I gave him a couple, celebrity couple, that was so important to this time period of 96. And they simply have to say if it's a knit or a split. It's that, that's it. And that's, that's split. That's split. Yeah, that's split. <laughs> so let's get into the game. And since it's, it's Flippy Tuesday, <laughs> we're going to have um, Danny Flippy go first. Tuesday. <laughs> Tilted Tuesday. Yeah, til- Tilty Tuesday. We'll have Dan go first. You'll be answering the first it or split. Here we go. I'm ready. Actor Antonio Banderas and actress Melanie Griffith. Right. Very aware of this. Big couple of this period. Right. Aware of this existence. It's got to be an it. That's an it. I'll be shocked if that's a split. Yeah, already. I guess this is, this is kind of too easy, I guess, yeah. because yeah, they they were they were together for a while. Uh, right, yeah. yeah, had to be. Yeah, so this is it. Antonio was thirty five, Melanie was thirty eight. It was May fourteenth of ninety six, and they got married at a register office in London. A register office. Yeah, and they actually they met while shooting the movie Too Much. You know about that movie Too Much? I I always struggle to like think of. Melanie, well, okay, it's Melanie Griffin or Griffith? Griffith. 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 I like, I th- somebody says her name, I, I go right to Meg Ryan for some reason. Kind of <laughs> similar looking. Uh, like, I, uh, no, okay, I got it. But I can't think of, like, what she's in that I really know. Bottom. Um, Double. Many great movies. Working Girl. Too Much with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> working Girl, right? Brandon said Working, working Girl. Working Girl's great, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Something Wild is the other one I know her in. Well, one little thing. They finalized their divorces for their at-the-time spouses the same year, too. So they they kind of, like, hooked up that year and ended their divorces. So it was, like, oh. a newly quick transition for both of them, for both parties. Got it. And she was married to Don Johnston of Miami Vice. Ah. Their daughter is... Uh, <coughs> Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. But Griffith foolishly showed up to the ceremony in her old-timey night suit after misunderstanding Antonio's request to kiss Mia Moore on his wedding day. She thought he said, my armor. <laughs> <laughs> she took oh, an man. introductory Spanish class after the mishap. <laughs> but that was crazy. At the, at the register office in London on May 14th of 96. She was 38. He was 35. Crazy stuff. <laughs> All right. Brandon, you're up. Okay. This is a big one for us us three. Seinfeld. Actually, it's written Seinfeld here. Sa- Seinfeld actor-comedian Wayne Knight and makeup oh. artist Paula Sutor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's so I thought you were going to say Jerry, and you know that was going to be a reason to bring up him dating like a 16-year-old girl, but we don't have to do that now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 17. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, 17. But we don't But we don't have to get into that now, so, okay. 17, um, not 16. Come on. Right. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Knight and who makeup artist? Paula Suter. Paula yeah, Suter. Her, her name doesn't matter. <laughs> she was... <laughs> well, she was looking... She was looking for... A suitor, and that was Wayne Knight, you yeah. know, and and he, 
he met her on set. Yeah, that. So that's it. They're, they they hit. They hit it. She hit that. Or she hit that? she said night me. Or or did they meet on Jurassic Park set and now it's split? Oh yeah, true. could be split like a T Rex ripping you apart. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was a or, hit. Or in Wayne Knight's case, <laughs> the, uh, the acid, the one that spits the acid dinosaur. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it, so. Uh, I don't know when they met. Maybe on I the set of Space Jam. And Dan, for your information, ah, I wouldn't have gotten Brian never that. mentioned. Yeah. Um, Dan, I wouldn't have gotten that without her name, so I just want you to be aware of All that. right, fair. Yeah, uh, wait, he was for- Space Jam was 96, Brandon? Yeah. How could you not mention that in your movie segment? Movie well, I didn't guy. list. I didn't list it as. Bastard. I didn't list it in the top ten, and I didn't list it in my it's, favorites. It's personal twenty. So it's a ba- it's a bad movie. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> I got a few more facts about Wayne Knight. Already, forty one, right? And she was forty four, and the ceremony was held in fellow Seinfeld cast members Michael Richards' house. Oh God! Wow. Um, and Knight felt like a new man after the, <laughs> the new nuptials. Right. I now pronounce you new man. And yeah. New man and new wife. New wife. May 26th, by the way. Okay, Danny, you're up. It's one and one, right? Yeah. One and one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is fun. Five foot 11 model actress, Eva Herzegova and Bon Jovi drummer, Tico Torres. <laughs> <laughs> Dico. Um, Dico. I don't know. Uh, coming off of, uh, they're on the way down of their popularity and fame, although not really, as we've seen on the, uh, <laughs> they show up on these charts every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say split. It wasn't it, man. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Clanker. You usually get one wrong. <laughs> she was 23, he was 43, so a 20-year difference. It was it went down in Seabright, New Jersey. Ah. And the ceremony was attended by their closest friends and family, including Donald Trump and the oh. members of Bon Jovi. Uh. Wow. And the band serenaded Eva and her husband with their hit single, Always, during the dance. Yikes. Um, people thought they heard drummer Tico playing drums while waiting for his bride to come down the aisle. But in fact, it was his heartbeat <laughs> beating so loud because he was about to marry the most beautiful woman in this entire world. September 7th. <laughs> Are they still together? Are they still it? I uh, know. They, they got divorced two years later. Classic. Okay. This is good. This is a good one. Hmm. Actress Halle Berry and ball player David, David Justice. Justice, right? Who I mentioned earlier. Yes. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I thought he was on the Yankees. Halle Berry was married many times pre Billy Bob, and was unfortunately hit hit by all of them. They all domestic were like oh, domestic geez. abusers, Wait, including what? David Justice. I'm pretty sure that that's true. Um, Billy Bob? I'm sorry. I was thinking of <laughs> Monster's Ball, but they got married in that movie. That's funny. Wait, were you being serious or was that a joke? 
no, like I, it seriously just like slipped my mind. Like I for like I associated her being married to Billy Bob. Uh, I would, Billy Bob Thorne. I, I was like, if, are you if thinking you, of Angelina Jolie? I thought you were thinking of Angelina Jolie. No, if you told did, me she was with him, I would have believed you. Like I no, don't, but I don't, forget. Wow. I forget who she. I forget who she married. That finally it was like a good relationship. It wasn't Billy Bob, but this was his post World Series win with the Braves and pre Yankees. I think that they split at this point. Wow, he's right. Good deducing. Yeah, even with made up information. <laughs> with made up information. Yeah, they separated on February 22nd. And after the separation, during baseball games, Justice avoided running to home, knowing he was no longer wanted there. <laughs> and she got a restraining order against him. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt. Damn. It or split? Ooh, this is a big one. Right. The fans feel it. They can feel how big this one is. Those are two monster stores. He, he has to get with Aniston soon. It's soon. Maybe not that soon. Maybe not that soon. This is 96. We're still in the mid-90s. I'll say so. it. Well, let's, let's go it here. Danny? You got it. <laughs> it's right. It's that's, in it. It's very Regis of you. They met on the set of Seven. <laughs> ah, right. And then Brad proposed this year in 96. Mm-hmm. And after the proposal, Paltrow, in a pre-goop life move, <laughs> decided to go for the natural look, letting the hair from her pit grow strong as her love for pit also grew stronger. <laughs> <laughs> pre-goop life move from, from Gwyneth. I love a pre-goop goop this life was, move. Pre Brad Pitt became uh, the Mexican. Yeah, but they did break up the next year. They did. Yeah, break I was going to say year. that. Yeah, because Danny was on, you know, with Aniston. That couldn't have been a long uh, marriage. Well, they never got married. Only engaged. Yeah. Hmm. 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 That's it. I mean, I have, I did have one more, but um, Brandon won, right? Well, technically, now we're tied. Yeah, if Brandon gets Wait, this one Dan, wrong, then we didn't tie. Did Brandon get every, get three right? I only answered yeah. two. Didn't I only answer two? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We did Tipsy Turvy Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, like so. Brandon, if he gets this one wrong, then we tie. All right. Sorry, I completely forgot. It was Flippy Tuesday. It was All right, Flippy Brandon, Tuesday. Brandon, here's your here's your Tilt. one. You can clinch to win with this. Yeah. Let's go. King of Pop, Michael Jackson. And personal nurse, Debbie Rowe. King oh. of pop. And personal nurse, Debbie Rowe. Debbie Rowe, right. Deb Rowe. Deb Rowe. <laughs> Deb Rowe. See, this is where my, like, memory of years is going to come back to bite me, because it's like, when, I feel like, I feel like she has to predate you are not... Right. I'm trying to yeah. think of like when yeah, you were Lisa, not alone. Lisa Marie. Is because Lisa of Lisa Marie. Marie. Yeah. So I think it has to be. But like, why do I feel like this is too late for you were not alone? No. It didn't. Didn't. But didn't history come out in '95? Why am I like? I'm just my. I'm not. Wow. My brain. My brain is not making these connections right now. I feel like this was too early for me to be aware of Lisa Marie Presley. 
and I remember that whole thing. So I feel like this has to be a split. And then You Are Not Alone is, like, overlapping, basically, is my guess. Gotcha. It was the opposite, Brandon. Yeah, I was going to say. He, he filed divorce from Lisa Marie Presley this year. Or, sorry, Lisa... Marie filed a divorce from Jackson this year. Yeah, okay. You were not so, alone. Was ninety five. So it was ninety five because I was like history. Yeah, I it was knew 95. I had. I guess uh, for some reason, like I knew history came out in ninety five, but for that, still felt too early for you were not alone for me. I don't know why. That's weird. I think it was a yeah. It was a number one in ninety five, right? Yeah, we. I I remember yeah, the yeah. ninety five board yeah. bills. Yeah. But oh, yeah, he right. married his personal yeah. nurse the same year as uh, the divorce from Presley. They were both thirty eight. It was in Sydney, Australia. Roe later stated that she had been artificially inseminated by an anonymous donor and never had sex with Jackson. So, further reports allege that the relationship was an economic one and Roe was in it for the money and Jackson sought out a baby. Seems like a pretty loving marriage there. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch... Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. Well, the pastor at the wedding, though, the pastor asked Debbie if she'd take Jamon... To be her lawful wedding wedded husband. All right. And, um, <laughs> hey, and if you watched uh, Leaving Neverland, it's not the only wedding Michael had in the nineties, apparently. Oh my god. Jesus. Yeah. Apparently, he <laughs> I guess married, married three times. Married a child, a child boy. Yep. Great stuff. Well, let's moonwalk out of this segment, and uh, <laughs> no, you guys are tied up or what? Yeah, we tied. Yeah, we tied. Can I don't I break have her? one. Oh, damn. Well, I kind of, I was, I don't know why I did this, but my other one wasn't going to be Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson, but I figured you probably would have guessed. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad at myself. Clues. I'm mad at myself that I uh, got that one wrong. Well, guys, it's great because now we are all tied up once again. This is your second draw in the Intersplit game, and but uh, Danny also has one victory, and Brandon has one victory, so... Hey, all tied up. Two oh, two. Great. Great. Two two. Or three three. And um speaking of it or split, I gotta do the former. So Professor Dave says class dismissed. Cause I have another class to teach after this. But as long as these celebs keep fucking, I'll keep watching out for it for that. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you, class. <laughs> Great class. Danden, Danden. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Um, reverse order. So we're moving on to Little Kid Danny. Hi. And by the way, I'm done. All my segments are done. So I can just coast throughout, coast through the rest of this series. All right. Enjoy, hey, little enjoy, kid Danny. enjoy, but hey, it's me, Little Kid Danny, with the Toys and Games segment of 1996. Yay! Mm-hmm. And first, <laughs> we, uh, I'm getting older again. <laughs> All right, and we jump into, uh, <laughs> dude, did your balls drop again? Oh, yeah. It was like, uh, <laughs> I heard them. I heard the mic drop. It was a nice thud. I went through a jack, uh, a quick old aging. All right. Um, first, we enter Toy Oh, that Dad. came out. That came out this year too. Oh, that's a Why movie. Did you, she mention it. You brought that movie up quite a bit over the years, Jack. Or yeah. it's come up with us. Like, I used for to love it, reason. but I, I, 
I keep canceled people canceled. And but Bill Cosby's in that movie. Uh, uh, Rob Cos- Williams. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cosby. Yeah. J Lo. But Fran right. Drescher is in it, so that's good. Uh, yeah, we love Fran. The nanny. Okay, Toy Dand. Welcome to Toy Dand, the toy segment here. I'm gonna open it up. Toy Dand, Toy Dand. Beautiful toys for Toy Man. <laughs> Beautiful toys. Beautiful toys for Toy Man. Beautiful toys of the Toy Man. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start with this clip because this is far and away, and I have a lot of information about it. Not going to hold Let's back. Do it. This is a stupidly long thing I'm going to do here. Okay. Oh, boy. Tickle me Dan. elbow. Hello. This is Hello. Billy Crystal. Hello. Oh, Jingle All the Way, also from ninety six. Brandon That's dropping the dropping the ball here, buddy. You took the words right out of my mouth. So (laughs) Jingle All the Way, it's a direct reference to Tickle Me Elmo. It came out the same year. Like the premise of Jingle All the Way is the premise of (laughs) of life in nineteen ninety six with Tickle Me Elmo. So let me just play this clip. In the movie, it's Turbo Man. In real life, it's Tickle Me Elmo. Perhaps you're wondering, what does Elmo do? (laughs) This may very well be the last Tickle Me Elmo to be found in the Bay Area, but he's already sold. And when we brought him out into the store, we caused a near riot. I've been looking everywhere for this, everywhere. But you can't have this one. It's the last one. Now let go. We placed this Elmo out on this toy store shelf as bait. Within 30 seconds, someone would notice and try to snatch him up. My wife's due in three weeks, and she says I have to find a Tickle Me Elmo, and it's not even born yet, so. Is it hard to find? You can't find it in Montana. I'm from Montana, so. Can't you find can't it. find it in San Francisco? Not so far. What are your odds of finding Tickle Me Elmo in the Bay Area right now? Ooh, not very good. FAO Schwartz has pre-sold 1,000 Elmos at $54 each. What the Here hell? At store, the Elmos disappeared the day after Thanksgiving. We had about 200 of them in, and they were gone all within about six hours. 200 at one store? Yes. Come along with me. Now I'm in your PC. Whoa. That's, that's sad. <laughs> I know. That's, like, really depressing. I, I know. <laughs> Um, and there were some spoilers for other toys this year too. So, um, so yeah, um, I so I read a little bit about Tickle Me Elmo. So here's kind of what happened here with the, with this toy. Why, like, because just looking at what the toy does, why? Why is it, why, why, why is it why? such a big deal? Right. So right. I dug is a little bit into it. Is it Rosie O'Donnell's fault? Yes. So that's like a huge part of what happened. So like, there are two toy makers, uh, Greg Hyman and Ron Dubrin. I think from chicago actually um they they Hi, man. Cr- they <laughs> hey man they created a laughing monkey named tickles the chimp and presented <laughs> it presented it to Tycho in 1995 it was a chimp with a computer chip inside that caused it to laugh when tickled Tycho had the rights to the looney tunes brand decided to push the concept on their character starting with the tasmanian devil they also okay. expanded to Bugs Bunny and Tweety and were relatively successful um, selling them at the WB Studio store in California. Shortly after the release of the toys, Tycho lost the rights to the Looney Tunes but acquired the rights to Sesame Street. 
and the Tickle Me Elmo was born. So in July of 96, Elmo hit the shelves and sold like initially as well as you'd expect any other Sesame Street product to sell, but nothing that like really raised any eyebrows. But then the day after Thanksgiving hit, the toy was suddenly sold out. Tyco had pre-ordered 600,000 more dolls, but they were gone almost immediately. Rosie O'Donnell had unexpectedly promoted the toy on her talk show and created an enormous demand overnight. Um, Not only that, but like her doing that started a trend of talk show hosts dishing out the seasons must have toys every year. Right. Like she like started the trend of talking about Christmas toys. Rosie. Like, like, so pretty crazy. That's like the phenomenon. Uh, But also like this launched Elmo as a major figure, like in pop culture. He's been a judge on Top Chef. Uh, He's been parodied on Simpsons and South Park. He's been on the West Wing. Um, I've I've been known about Elmo before 96. Um, I read an article talking about how <laughs> this like <laughs> essentially saved Sesame Street. So like, really, yeah. So like, ratings wise at the time, they were really struggling against Barney. Barney oh, was like dominating oh, okay. the kids' Bastard. like shows. They were struggling against Barney. Plus, Jim Henson had died a few years earlier. Right, ninety. Yeah. So, um, oh, this article also highlighted that apparently. <laughs> One of the biggest scandals of the holiday season centered on uh, John A. Gotti, son of notorious mob boss John Gotti Jr., and a former mobster himself. He was rumored to have made off with an entire case of Elmo's during a late-night shopping spree at New Jersey Toys R Us. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, So that's, like, another thing that happened. So, yeah, that's, like, that's Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, Had to highlight that. 96, humongous toy. Um, They said... Uh, the cost at one point in the YouTube video, but what was the original cost of Tickle Me Elmo? What do you guys think? Uh, $25? I, I was going to cut, yeah, I was going to say 25 Okay, it's twenty eight ninety nine. A little pricey. A little pricier. So we both won, I guess? No. <laughs> so yeah, so that's um, Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, 1996, uh, the biggest Happy Meal toy, according to delish.com. Mm. was uh, Space Jam plush toys. Space Jam Whoa. plush toys. I remember these guys. Um, yep. Had them. Had, oh, you boy. Had, you had to actually pay a little extra for these at McDonald's. Oh. So it's like, really? fuck, fuck off, McDonald's. Come on. Yeah, that's supposed to come with a Happy Pay meal. a little extra? I yeah. definitely have a couple of these guys. Yeah, but they were part of the Happy Meal, and you had to pay Damn, a little I more. I feel bad. <laughs> Made my parents dish out more books for uh, my amusement. That's not right. I apologize. No, they should. <laughs> we, earned, <laughs> we earned it in first grade, second grade. <laughs> we earned it. Yeah. Um, all right. So quick board game now uh, hits. That was a toy segment. Uh, say goodbye to Toy Dand. Bye, Toy Dand. Um, Bye, Toy Dand. Bye, Toy Dand. Board games, um, loaded questions. It was a big board game this year. Uh-huh. Don't, it's don't like a it. fa- It's like a big one with – it's a more of like a – I feel like an adult kind of party game. Loaded questions. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like um, it. Players advance toward the win square on the board by correctly guessing how fellow players answer the questions each round. It's also available in adult, kids, and on-the-go versions. So that was like a big one. Um, There's also a website said a big board game in 96 was Chess 960. Chess 960, which is... It just added an interesting layer to traditional chess with pieces starting at random positions. What? But, like, the variation isn't completely random. Like, 
Bishops must be placed on opposite colored squares. The king must be in a space between two rooks. So, but apparently the scheme of chess is still played, like to this day, being advocated by former world chess champion Bobby Fischer. So, chess 960. I don't, that was a thing. I don't understand at all. I love that show, though, Between Two Rooks. That's a good one. (laughs) Nice. Okay, so big, big video game year. Got to go into video games now. You, you saw the quick 64. hit in the video. So Mario. Let's just uh, let's just. It's Mario. Let's just. Do, you said it already. Let me just jump into that quickly because whenever, whenever I think of uh, Nintendo 64, I also think of classic YouTube. What? Slop in the box? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He he screamed, now we can play the games from Blockbuster. So, yeah, that was a big, like, YouTube viral video of the kid freaking out uh, about getting Nintendo 64. There's actually a home movie that's definitely out there of me reacting the same way when I got Nintendo 64. I was going to say, me too. Really? Yeah, that was a big deal for me too. Yeah, N64 I was mean, huge. Yeah. Same. I don't remember. If, I wonder if I was... I don't remember my reaction though. I didn't get it till like a year or two later though. I, I wasn't like early on N64. I, I had PlayStation. I was a little late on N64 for sure. I think I got it in 97. Okay. Yeah. But I think uh, like middle of the year. I don't think we got it for Christmas. But yeah, big deal. So you actually, yeah, we can kind of jump into that. So like this was the last the last major home console to use the ROM cartridge as its primary right. storage format until uh, the Switch in 2017. Right. That's kind of... Right. Right. Um, right. <laughs> thanks, Dave. Um, so you have Super Mario 64 in 96. You have Mario Kart 64 in 96. Uh, and like um, yeah super mario 64 is one of my favorites i love weight race yeah that was yeah yeah these all came out right away in the first year there was a star wars game blast corpse what you ever play that game blast corpse no i don't know (laughs) it was so good did it come out in 96 i think so it better it was one of the early games yeah me thinks so um mario kart 64 is definitely the one i've played the most Kart all, all the time like that it was a big like uh college thing we played we used to like oh, play yeah. that in yeah. college beers beers yeah. and uh cart oh there's that too yeah <laughs> beers um beers and cart and i'll go back to more releases but uh <laughs> yeah beers um so with releases unfortunately comes discontinuations which is no, very sad. No, 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 no. The uh, vir- no, no. Virtual Boy got discontinued. We talked about it no, a little no, bit. No, no. Uh, that, that discontinued. It was probably just like destroying kids' eyes. It used to like hurt my eyes. I remember I had one, and it really hurt. Atari Don't Jag- you still have 2024 or 2020 vision, though? Yeah. So why are you bitching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean... Hey, but no, but it's because they discontinued it. If they didn't, then I would have kept playing it. And true, <laughs> Atari Jaguar, Dave, no more. 
Damn. Discontinued it. And then Sega takes a hit. They discontinue Sega CD, Sega 32X, <sighs> and Sega CDI. Like all these But Saturn's Sega. still going. Saturn's still going. Yeah. Okay. Sa- Saturn's still around. Other notable releases. So Super Mario RPG for Super Nintendo. Oh. Yeah. I love that game. Very cool I love game. That game. Came yeah. out later for Super Nintendo. Like yes. 90, 96. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool game. I, I think I, I played I it never, too. Very fun. I never played that. It was so cool. It was like an RPG. It was like Final Fantasy. It's one of the first RPGs. But the Mario yeah. characters. I loved it. Resident Evil for PlayStation. Huge. Um, scary. Very scary. Like you saw in the uh-huh. commercial, Barbie fashion designer for PC. That was like a very yeah. big thing. Um, <laughs> uh, kind of feel like that's like something I'd be into. Yeah. I'm a fashion guy. Dave, for the listeners, <laughs> Dave just gave the peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> when I said so, like I didn't really know what that meant. I was going with it, but it's because he's a fashion guy. Um, like I'm, I'm a fashion guy. Yeah, great. Uh, Crash Bandicoot for PS One. <laughs> Played a lot of Crash in my day. Yeah, in my day, had like I had like all the sequels too. Like me and my sister, Dude. big into Crash Bandicoot. Love playing it. Beers um, and, and Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be- you ever play Beardicoot? Um, <laughs> Uh, Tomb Raider. Peterson Coop, bro. Tomb Raider? Uh, yeah. Tomb Raider. Tomb Ra- Humongous. On the PC though, right? And PS1. And, PS1 Se- okay. and Sega Saturn. Yeah. It was on three different things. Yeah. I played on um, PC. Parappa the Rapper for PlayStation. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I tried to find... I went to the soundtrack to see if there was any good music to play from that. There's not. But then Brandon said okay. it already uh, for Game Boy. Well, Game Boy Pocket came out this year. Huge. Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon Red and Blue Whoa, is this right. humongous, hum- took took over. Like this was, but here's the thing. 96 sounds pretty early. I'm not, I don't, I don't have the information in front of me. I think the show came out a little later. 97? And, and that's what really exploded the games. But the game is first. Really? But did I it come th- out I in think. Japan? I think it was maybe only in Japan then. Maybe right? it was okay. So that could be right too. Maybe the show already existed in Japan, but I don't think the show came to the U.S. before these games came out. I think it was the games. Um, it was pretty much around the same time, though. Yeah, but like I don't remember really like hearing Dude. about Pokemon till like ninety eight, ninety nine. That's when they came out in the U.S. The games. I'm I'm like almost a hundred percent sure of that. I mean, maybe it wasn't the U.S., but they did come out in 96 for Game Boy. The, Game it, says Boy the game, it says the games were later released as Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue in North America in 98. So maybe they uh, were... It was Japan, maybe. Uh, maybe it was I think Japan. it was Japan. There was yeah. a green that was in Japan. That makes sense. Because, they, yeah. because it was called Pocket Monsters first, and then it got rebranded as Pokemon. It's not in America yet. Okay, so that makes sense. So, like... But, I mean, either way, we can, you know, we can talk about it now. I mean, this was... Yeah, this ch- that checks out because it was. I remember it was fifth grade. I remember. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little yeah. bit later. Yeah, it was like the 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 craze with it. Um, just amazing games. So fun. Like took mm. so many hours of your time. Like it was, like it was, awesome. And it really started just this craze like for Pokemon. So many games and the shows, the movies, the cards, and the cards. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, the fashion. I yeah, um, I never got past like red, blue, yellow era with the games. Really, I didn't move on to like silver, and uh, I yeah, I, I never, I never kept playing. But um, initially, it was it was great. Yeah, I think I had blue. My brother had red. 
So then you could, you could trade with him to get all the Pokemon then. That was the thing. Uh, you, had, you had to trade with Red to get certain ones. Like that was, yeah, was better at it than me. And certain evolutions, like you couldn't evolve unless yeah. you traded. Like there was like that oh, too. Really? So yeah, like that was the thing. Oh yeah, you have to like hook up the Game Boys the together. Ca- the yes. cable, yeah. The cable. Trade. That. It was pretty wow, cool. Wow, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, wanted to mention all these things. That is uh, Little Kid Danny. That's Thanks, uh, that, Little Kid Danny. That's Toys and Games in '96, and yeah, that makes sense that it was Japan, not U.S. yet. But um, uh, but it, it was out there, and it was uh. It was a big deal. Dan, 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 you're going to be excited because we're going to Broadway. Yes. Oh, yes. And of course, it's because it's the year of rent. Oh, oh Dave, here we go. Dave's favorite. Hell no, we're not talking about rent. Oh, psych. Oh, wait. It was Brandon that hates rent, not Dave. Brandon, Brandon hates rent, and I don't like rent either. And I want you to think the song that you guys like sounds like rent. Nope. That's what it was, and it doesn't. It's not true. I used to like rent okay, but I still, even when in the time period when I liked it, I didn't like it as much as everyone else that loved it. But now I just, I, I just like it. So I want to show you guys this clip, though, because this is the main thing. Uh, that I want to talk about. Take us to the theater. Looking at my playbill right now. Brandway. That should be the segment. Brandway. 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 You don't like that Brandway. one? Brandway. Brandway. Isn't my hit. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to figure out what I was doing here. On Brandway. Tuzio on Brandway. Where's the gabagool? I gotta watch the donies. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, this the news segment is talking about Julie Andrews. Okay. News over the way her musical has Famous been treated by the folks woman. who make the Tony nominations. Cynthia Torquist is standing by at the Marquee Theater with all of the details. Cynthia? Lauren, just a short time ago, Julie Andrews, who earned a Tony nomination for Best Actress for her performance <laughs> in Victor Victoria, made a startling announcement. Following the curtain call at today's matinee, she told the audience she is refusing her nomination. I have searched my conscience and my heart, and I I find that, sadly, I Donnie. cannot accept this nomination, and I prefer, I prefer instead to stand with the egregiously overlooked. Now, Andrew's announcement comes just So I'm going to pause days. it real quick. So what's happening here is Victor Victoria, she was nominated for Best Actress in a Musical, and she's turning down her nomination. This is the producer of the show saying that he supports her decision. I'm gonna oh, keep, okay. I'm going wow. to keep, keep playing. The show is a stage adaptation of the 1982 film of the same name, which also starred Andrews and was written and directed by her husband, Blake Edwards. Tony Adams is one of the show's producers. And did you try to talk her out of this decision? We played devil's advocate in terms of every scenario and what might be best and what the upsides and what the downsides were. And at the end of the day, left it to her to make a very, very personal and very major and painful decision. Okay, now this guy sucks. This is the guy who's on the committee of nominees. Listen to this this, this guy. Bernstein, head of the League of American Theaters and Producers, which helps oversee the Tony Awards, defended the committee's decisions. There is no 
scandal here. You know, the nominations committee wasn't caught using drugs. They weren't, uh, uh, the ballots were not miscounted. The issue here is that the taste of these 14 people differs than, let's call it the popular He's basically taste. saying, uh, we're, we're, we're smart and fuck you all. Uh, As for the know, Julie Andrews decision. I, I hate that guy. She will stay on the ballot and life goes on. And if she wins, in the same way, you know, Woody Allen has won some Academy Awards, even though he's never attended one and proclaims not to be happy with the process. Okay, so I'm just going to skip to her speech. So the night she found out that she was nominated, she during the curtain call, made this speech. The, um, the 1996 Tony Award nominations were announced on Monday, and I applaud all my fellow nominees, and I send them many, many congratulations. However, flattered as I am and honored to be also nominated, I have to say how deeply sad I am to be the only nominee in this extraordinary company. Victor Victoria is a collaboration between designers, choreographer, director, cast, and crew. An extremely happy and successful collaboration, which makes it especially sad that so many of my colleagues have been ignored by this year's nominating process. I could not have done this alone. I have... Um Classy lady. I love it. I mean, you, you get the gist of it. Right? Yeah. I, I love that class act move. You, you know, the Tony Awards are, it's a lot, it's not like, there's not as many things to choose from as there are in, you know, a lot of the other like big award show things. So it's like definitely more of like an egregious oversight uh, for something like that. So yeah, I just thought that was a cool, interesting uh, thing yeah. that I didn't, I didn't know about. And Victor Victoria is, I never have seen the stage show, but the movie is awesome. I, I love that movie. I'd like to see the show. But I thought that was a cool thing, and especially to highlight that in the year that Rent won. And listen, Rent is wildly significant, especially for, you know, uh, gay and LGBTQ plus representation. Like, I, I, there are a lot of, like, really good, like, progressive messages in that show um, and talking about, you know, the AIDS epidemic and all that stuff but the music is just whatever uh so i just wanted to highlight this instead because i thought that was a cool move by a cool lady yeah it definitely is i like it rent is living in brandon's head rent free yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right we're gonna close the show brandon yeah. you never talked about oprah's book club oh <laughs> Oh, is that one of the things you saw in overlap when you were... Yeah, I thought you would, you would have mentioned it for books. No. Sorry. What the hell? Oh, Dave, since you know so much about it, why don't you talk about it? Oh, I know. Is that it? Debuted this year. And it was a big fucking deal. It was more important to talk about Game of Thrones and how you don't remember names and then the Taco Liberty Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Taco Liberty Bell, especially. Damn it. Damn it. Um, all right. We're closing the show... High octane, high yes. energy, because it's My fucking, heart. it's fucking weather, Dan. <laughs> Dave then put in the thunder, like, storm, storm sounds, you know, like, lightning, uh, thunder, crash. All right. AKA precipitation. Got quite a bit here with the, the weather Oof. in 1996. Hell yeah. And, um, uh, and you got some surprises, too. For yeah, you guys. guys, I'm wearing my um, Bernie mittens for this one. Oh, hell yeah. 
a reference a lot of people would get in 1996. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In 1996, you have the 96 Lake Huron Cyclone, which is pretty Ooh. unique. So Ooh. it's commonly Ooh. referred to as Hurricane Huron or Cyclone Huron or the Lake Huron Subtropical Cyclone of 1996. It was an extremely rare, strong cyclonic storm system that developed over Lake Huron in September 1996. So it's like it was the first time such a storm has ever been recorded over the Great Lakes region. Like it was, it's like a hurricane-like storm over a Great Lake that happened. Whoa! Now. So that was like kind of a cool thing that happened in that's, 1996. That's like kind of unheard of. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I've never heard of that. So, <laughs> you have the North American blizzard of 1996. Yeah. I, right. I, this is like yes. A, yep. I got stranded. I got stranded in Maryland. Really. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a big deal. Like a, like a Kevin McAllister situation? <laughs> yeah. I was by myself. <laughs> lost in Maryland. <laughs> Home alone, lost in Maryland. Uh, it's, it is one of only three snowstorms to receive the top rating of five or extreme on the Northeast Snowfall Impact Scale. Whoa. <laughs> Highly acclaimed uh, yeah. storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big, uh, highly rated storm. Yep. $3 billion in damage, about 154 deaths, predominantly northeastern U.S., but West Virginia got the most snowfall with 48 inches. Oh, yeah. Did they know about Jersey? Because I was there. Oh. And it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, (laughs) crazy-ass blizzard. Dude, it was like up to my roof. It blew my balls away. (laughs) Blizzard, fuck with my bulls. All right. Um, bulls. <laughs> here, uh... <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, there's, there's my balls. What? <laughs> All right. No, <laughs> hey, come back. <laughs> All right. I I'm need back. you. I need you. Uh-huh. All right. There's the 1996 Amarnath Yatra tragedy. So this is really <laughs> this is really sad. So um, the what? So, so I'll take you out of the uh, my really funny balls <laughs> joke. I'll bring you into like a really sad thing that happened. Um, this referred to the deaths of over 250 pilgrims in 1996 what, what? in Jammu in 96 and or 1696 no they're pilgrims they're on a pilgrimage listen in Jammu and Kashmir state in India due to bad weather so it's over 250 pilgrims died in India due to bad weather oh, the, in pil- India. the pilgrims were on an, an annual pilgrimage to oh. Amarnath, Amarnath Shrine and, and over 250 of them died because of bad weather oh my weather. god that's so, sad it's really sad. So during this period, there was unusually heavy snowfall along with severe blizzards along the Yatra route. So nearly, yeah, 242 Yatris lost their lives due to exhaustion, exposure, freezing. <laughs> it's horrible. Over 263 like dead bodies were found in and about the surroundings of the temple. So yeah, that was something pretty horrible that, uh, that happened in 1996, as well as freezing my fucking balls off. Um... <laughs> Up to you, which what, what you think was like a bigger deal in '96. <laughs> now, I got a surprise for you guys. You may not know this, 
But not okay. only not only am I weather Dan, I'm also natural disaster Danny. Oh. AKA oh, no. natural Dan's ass turds. <laughs> natural Dan's ass turds. Oh my god. Oh my AKA god. Dandy AKA Dandy Richter scale. Shit. Dandy Richter scale. Nothing but trouble. It's proud of that one. Okay. Um okay. pretty good. The f- First one is uh, it's called the nineteen ninety. As good as your balls, material, but I guess not. That was material I came up with on the spot. Um, there was uh, the nineteen ninety six dome fire. Uh, this was a fire. destructive wildfire in the Jemez Mountains in the northern region of New Mexico during the nineteen ninety six fire season, devastating portions of the Santa Fe National Forest and Bandelier National Monument. Uh, the fire exploded on April twenty sixth. Starting from an improperly That's my birthday. Ex- oh, starting on Brandon's birthday. Starting from an improperly extinguished campfire. Idiots. Um, it continued until 16,516 uh. acres in Capulin Canyon <sighs> and the Dome Dumb Wilderness fucks. were burned. High fuel loading, low fuel moisture, and wind contributed to the extremely rapid spread of the fire with flame lengths of hundreds of feet. The fire got contained in early May after being fought by over 900 firefighters. <laughs> and the dome fire was significant for pointing out the problems of fighting fires on the Pajarito Plateau and was the immediate inspiration for the creation of their interagency wildfire management team. So they realized they were not prepared before. Right. Got prepared. New Mexico. Okay. So how, uh, so how many jobs were lost? <laughs> I, jobs? Fire season? It was fire season. I... I you didn't really talk about like employment at all, so it was It's <laughs> <laughs> uh it's pretty good. Hey. Okay. The uh, <laughs> It ain't balls, but it's something. The annual firing season. <laughs> um, in the economy. Okay. There's also the Miller's Reach Fire, also known as the Big Lake Fire. Uh this was not uh, Huron. Please not be Huron. No. A okay. wildfire that began on June 2nd in an area around M- Miller's Reach Road near Houston, Alaska. Houston, Alaska. That's not the Houston I know. I yeah. mean either. I know. That's crazy. Huh. Approximately 33 miles north of Anchorage, Alaska. The fire okay. burned over 37,000 acres, destroyed at least 344 structures, and caused more than $10 million in damage to structures and property. The fire was at the time the most destructive in Alaska history, consuming more structures than all other wildfires in Alaskan history combined. 37 fire departments, 1,800 firefighting and support personnel responded to the fire. It took nearly two weeks to completely control the fire. The cause is uncertain, but likely due to mishandling of fireworks. Wow. These are like kind of st- like simple. I don't know. How do I describe it? These could have been easily not could have been avoided. happened. Avoided. Could have, could have been easily avoidable. Avoidable. <laughs> Yeah, These totally. These could have been easily... Easily could have not happened. Not happened. Avo- <laughs> it's been avoided. Because people are just... I said it before. They're dumb fucks. Yeah. Well, what can you do? It's the year of I dumb hate fucks. That. It's people. It's the year of, it's the year it's of, year dumb, of dumb fucks. People going crazy over Tickle Me Elmo. People falling for, falling for the Taco Bell Liberty Bell thing. And these, du- <laughs> and these dumb fucks starting the fires. The year of dumb fucks. There's the 1996 Lijiang earthquake. 
Continuing with my natural disaster segment. Damn, um, man, I can't take it anymore. A lot of, lot of death. Um, maybe not that much death, actually. So this was February 3rd near Lijiang City in southwestern China. The shock measured 6.6 on the moment magnitude scale and Ooh. had a maximum Mercalli intensity of X, which means extreme. <laughs> That's true. Um, according to authorities, up to 322 people died and more than 17,000 were injured. God. Jesus. <laughs> uh, 358,000 buildings were destroyed and 320,000 people were made homeless. This fucking earthquake in China. And then lastly, you have the Willamette Valley flood of 1996. So the last natural disaster is this flood. 1996, part of a larger series of floods in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. Took place between late January, mid-February. Oregon's largest flood event in terms of fatalities and monetary damage during the 90s. And the floods were directly responsible for eight deaths in Oregon, as well as over $500 million in property damage throughout the Pacific Northwest. 3,000 residents were displaced from their homes. And I think that's a really great message to end the show on. Great. <laughs> yeah. um, well, Dan, how come you never talk about those um, blizzards from Dairy Queen? Those DQ <laughs> blizzards. All right. Let's, uh, let's Seems like it would be your let's... territory of, uh, of, of, of talking. No, I wanted to say that like that was a pretty good mixture of, of, of weather things we had a little bit of a fire a little bit of ice we had a little bit of a song of ice and fire a song of ice and fire started this year yeah there you go well i was i was thinking like robert frost it really harkens back to even before game of thrones with robert frost's famous (laughs) poem will the world end in fire or in ice maybe the real answer is both because we got a little bit of everything today, uh, this year. Got it all. Got it all, and it's all terrible. Just idiots everywhere. Hey, I'm I'm El- I'm Elmo. <laughs> yeah, tickle me, Elmo. Are we kidding ourselves here? Because Rosie was like, "You gotta get this doll." You. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I love Elmo. I don't. I love him. So cute. <laughs> Almost sucks. Trying to do my best, Rosie. I couldn't do it. Does almost suck or what? Yeah. Of all the main Sesame like, Street characters, like yeah, fuck him. I rather I rather hang out with all of them. Big Bird, Grouch. Yeah, Oscar. Oscar uh, is dope. O- yeah, Count. I was gonna say Gonzo. That's a Muppet though, <laughs> right? Yeah, Kermit. But Kermit's both. He plays both teams. On he both is? teams and really Kermit's yeah. on Sesame Street. Yeah, I don't think so. He is. I don't remember Kermit on Sesame. He's Street. like an ambassador between the two uh, puppet worlds. Okay, I definitely like Oscar more. I feel like Elmo is better than Big Bird. I feel like Big Bird's the worst. Big Bird? You don't like Big Bird? <laughs> Dude, he's like so different. He's huge. What about Bert and Ernie? Love those guys. Those are cool Love guys them to death. <laughs> Uh, Cookie Monster kind of sucks too. Oh, Cookie Monster. No, I like Cookie Monster. But kind of sucks. You <laughs> like him in a sucky kind of way, right? Because he's <laughs> not great. He's just really into cookies. I mean, what's not to like? Well, he's a good guy. That's it from us, I think. Maybe yeah. we. Um, hey, when this whole thing's over, we should probably all hang out in um, in Sesame Place. Oh, that won't be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be good for us. 
96? What a year. The year of dumb fucks. The year... The biggest year of culture yet? I mean, a lot of big things happened this year. And the biggest of all, it's freezing my fucking balls off. Yes. <laughs> don't... You're, you're driving it into the ground, Dan. I want it to be driven. I don't understand. Like, end it. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, let's end it by all... Signing off. Yeah. Uh, this Reverse order. Backwards first. Backwards. Oh, balls first. first. Balls first. Yeah. Backwards right, order. Right, right, right. Right. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm getting sucked out of this world of 96, and I'm going back to present day 2021. It's Dave Cologne. The third trimester. The, <laughs> I'm the third trimester. Um, <laughs> That's good. The Davey C. The... Triple it. You know the whole thing. I'm third. And pl- I'm usually third, but now I'm first. I'm the first guy. I'm the first man. So, bye-bye. Thanks for, thanks for listening. It's been a great year of, of, of pop culture and culture in general at large. I agree. And I'm presenter Danny, second in command to Skipper. Second in Kadand. Second in Kadand. Mm. What was the one I said at the beginning of the show? Anybody remember? Mm. Can't remember. Runner-up. Silver medal, Danny. Goodbye. Uh, and I'm uh, presenter Brandon. You used to hear me say it first, but I'm saying it not first this time. Uh, so goodbye. All right, folks. What a year. Yeah, what a year. Three, two, one. What a year. <laughs> All together. Oh. <laughs> See so thank you for listening to Danden Brave Presents. If you like the kind of thing you heard today, why not please rate and review us on iTunes? You can follow us on Twitter at Danden Brave and on Instagram at Danden Brave Presents. God bless you all. And may forgotten podcaster Danden Brave live on forever in our ears.